It's Throwback Thursday with Kavino and Rich. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... My name is... Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. How became the prince of a town called Bel Air? Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Throwback Thursday with Bueller Rich. What's this? What's this? Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Calm down, Marty, I didn't disintegrate anything. The molecular structure of both Einstein and the car are completely intact. Where the hell are they? The appropriate question is, when the hell are they? You see, Einstein has just become the world's first time traveler. I step him into the future. One minute into the future, to be exact. And precisely, 1.21 a.m. in zero seconds, we shall catch up with him at the time machine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Besides, the stainless steel construction made the flux dispersal... Look out! Two, three, four! Don't mind if I do! Ladies and gentlemen, Gavino and Rich. Are you ready? Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Michael J. Fox, 61 years young. Yeah. Happy birthday to one of the most legendary actors of the 80s. Legendary movie. The Such Teen Wolf movie. himself? The Teen Wolf is now 61. Give me some other Michael J. Fox moments. Family ties, obviously. Yeah. Teen Wolf, Back to the Future. What's that one where he was like a Wall Street kid? Color of Money? That's Color of it? Money, yeah. yeah I yeah. almost forgot, too, for a second. Sports, entertainment, and life, and we be rocking it, man. Man, man, man. That's what it was. I was just about to look it up because I'm like, that wasn't it. No, because what was the oh, money? Wow. What was the movie with Tom Cruise? Is that the color of money? Yeah. 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 So that's Doc why I got Hollywood. confused. Doc Hollywood. He's a go. He's like, in the country, oh. but he's like a city boy. Secret of my success. That's what you're ah, talking about. That might have been what I'm thinking. No, that's, that's the worst. I was that's like, the money money's one. Tom 
Then, is this Tom Cruise? Yeah. Fuck. Spin City. Right, let's take it back. Hold on. Let's go on the IMDb. Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, Family Ties, Secret of My Success, Light of Day. Does anyone know this yeah, one? I don't know that one. Is it a movie? Never heard of it. Apparently, no one does. Apparently, they never saw the light of day. Um, Bright Lights, Big City. That I know. That Back to the Future 2 and 3. The Hard Way. Doc Hollywood. Doc. Doc. <laughs> Homeward Bound. He was the voice of the dog. I remember that. Yeah, that I knew. Uh, Life with Mikey. For the love or money. Oh, he was in. Where the rivers flow north. He was in one of my favorite movies. The American President. The American President. One of the greatest movies. Mars Attacks. Stuart Little. Spin City was like a second TV world for him. He was the voice of Stuart Little. Don't forget that. He was great on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I saw that movie. A few episodes. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just great. You know, one of the first guys we've made this point before. The Good Wife. To make that transition from TV star to movie star, which wasn't really a thing back then. It was very separate. TV stars didn't necessarily translate to movie stars back then. Let's not forget. There was a hierarchy. Like yeah. a movie star was bigger than a, a TV star. So when Michael J. Fox was doing both. Groundbreaking. No yeah. doubt. No diggity. That's like when a guy like John Ritter, for as big as he was, when he did movies like Problem Child, it's like, yo, John Ritter's in a movie. It was a, it it was a different category. It stood out. Yeah. It, stood out. Yeah. it was like, oh, look at that. Look at that. You know oh. who really broke the mold on that too, I think? Eddie Murphy. From SNL to movies. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was SNL comedy guy. And now he's headlining number one box office movies. Groundbreaking act. Yeah. Throwback Thursday. I'm trying to think if there was another one. Aside from Michael J. Fox around that time. Let's not forget my uh, favorite yeah, I scene. I thinking about. My favorite scene in TV history. Because he's coming over here. And if he sees this. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, again. Sorry. Can, I, can I get you a soda or something? Oh, sure. That'd be great. You know, uh, I mean, the thing is, Hitler really ruined that mustache for, for everybody. Because it's really, it's an interesting mustache. And now nobody could, could wear it, you know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! What the hell? Did you shake that up on purpose? Parkinson's. <laughs> that is a great scene. It's a great scene. That's really the fact great. that he was able to play that up. Uh, that was great. You know, uh, Clooney, someone said, uh, Mike said, George Clooney was TV star ER and then became a movie star. Oh, yeah. He was, a, he was great so on ER. a little later on. You could tell in life. Yeah. Like, we're talking like in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Robin Williams? Late 80s? Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy became a movie star. That's a great example. Like Rob Lowe, like that's way later on. I'm seeing feedback now. George Clooney is a good answer. I'm not saying it's not. But when he was on ER and Roseanne, like he was on Roseanne, George yeah. Clooney. Yeah, that was like what? That was the 90s, right? Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I know it was a small role, but like Leo DiCaprio on Growing Pains then I mean, becomes Leo. I mean, it counts. It all counts. But the, you're right. But at that time, it see, really was. Did you see Tom Hanks? No. Oh, you didn't? Dude, that's a great answer. Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Really he was great fantastic answer. on Bosom Buddies. Fantastic but, yeah. answer. It was few and far between. Uh, it really was. Bruce Willis. Did you say that? Another good Moonlighting. One. Yeah. Moonlighting. That was uh, good, too. Let's see. My pants are But again, was a good guys like Robin Williams, Tom Hanks. He's a huge yeah, star but, now. I am not downplaying. Not, hold on. Please let me finish. Not downplaying these answers. They're all right answers, obviously. But if it wasn't for 
Tom Hanks, Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy's, Michael J. Fox's, they were normalizing that trend. You didn't see a lot of that. You were well, yeah, either the, a TV actor or a movie actor. Yeah, no, now now it's interchangeable. In fact, yeah. there's movie stars that are getting more props for being in like a miniseries. Winona Ryder yeah. you know, comes to mind. So But it happens all the time now. Yeah, when we were kids, Kavino's hundred percent right. When we were kids, let's let's cut the, let's cut it at Kirk mid- Cameron wasn't making yeah. movies. Yeah, you let, know what I mean? He just wasn't. Uh, cut it mid oh. to late eighties. There was Johnny a point. T. Travolta? Johnny T was a big one. That's a great answer, too. Welcome back, Connor. Yeah, but Kavino makes the point, and he's right. So those guys are ground, more groundbreaking than I've ever given credit for. Uh, Rob Williams, Travolta, Hanks, you know, and then, of course, Michael J. Fox a little later on. Yeah. I Clooney's mean, later on. The number that. one answer, the number one answer, as far as comedy goes, has to be Eddie Murphy. I watched a documentary on him. Yeah. And what was it? Oh, it was the the movies that made us, I believe, coming to America. Mm-hmm. But they do a lot of Eddie Murphy backstory, how he was so big on SNL and everyone loved Eddie Murphy so much that anything he wanted to do, they're like, Eddie, go ahead. All right, I'm going to make Beverly Hills Cop. I'm going to make uh, Coming to America. I'm going to make this movie. And everyone just loved him. It's funny you bring that up because last night I kind of skipped past it, though. It was roles that Eddie Murphy turned down on TikTok. And I was actually interested in still just, mm. just habit of going like this. And one of them was Rush Hour. He turned that down. I was like, all right, whatever. Didn't oh, so it could that. have been uh, instead of Chris Tucker? Yeah. It would, Chris have, been, Tucker. It would have been Of course, another... Ghostbusters is a famous one. It, yeah, but he, he did was something... supposed to be the black guy in Ghostbusters. Which would have been epic, but I think he did something else that was also successful. It wasn't Ghostbusters successful, but what did Eddie Murphy turn down for Ghostbusters? Let's use the Google machine. Because it, it's not... It wasn't Ghostbusters, but it wasn't a bad one either. Like Beverly Hills Cop or something. What did Eddie Murphy? It was just very separate. We're not saying it never happened, but there were guys that made it and guys. It was kind of like making it to the big leagues. And like Rich said, it's very interchangeable now. If anything, movie stars are making TV shows and miniseries. Eddie Murphy confirmed that he was offered a part in Ghostbusters, but had a pass due to Beverly Hills Cop that both came out the same year. Because of Murphy's unique and talented comedic capabilities, he has started many comedies, and rumor has it that he was definitely wanting to be part of the Ghostbusters cast, but couldn't do it. Here's the thing, though. Beverly Hills Cop, mm-hmm. huge series. Huge huge trilogy, right? Well, Zush is saying you can name a ton of people from SNL. Again, they were sort of doing their own thing, too, though, because Lorne Michaels was... He was producing a lot of that stuff. Not all of it, but he was backing a lot of that stuff. So they had a direct in with that to make those movies happen. You know, like just right behind me is a picture of us as the three amigos. And it says right there, look, written by Steve Martin and Lorne Michaels and produced by Lorne Michaels. So, you know, they had they had an in for sure to become TV sketch comedy actors turned movies. You know, I'm I'm forgetting my dad's going to be like, how did you forget? Like, people hate him, but Chevy Chase. SNL to movie star. I mean, he's a great example. And of course, people are going to say, oh, Animal House and Belushi and guys like that. But Chevy Chase did Fletch, Vacation, a lot of these movies in the early 80s, right around the time, maybe slightly before Eddie Murphy. So I think he started to see, wait a minute. Comedians from SNL could carry a box office? You don't need to be uh, Marlon Brando? Think of it this way. 
Think of any, start listing any shows from the 70s and 80s. It's few and far between where you saw any of the main people in movies ever. They were working actors. They were great on TV. They never made it to the movies. Yeah. Or as a successful movie actor. And that's kind of how it was and kind of how we viewed it. There's great examples, but listen to the names we're mentioning. You know, Michael J. Fox, George Clooney's, Tom Hanks, Robin Williams. Yeah. These are superstar names. So, of course, they broke through that barrier. But think of every other show. But now... You weren't in a movie just because you were on a TV show. Hey, Jerry Mathers was the beaver. To think he wasn't that, a movie uh, star. To think that someone that's a movie star, so hey, to say, would be, on, you know, would be on a streaming service. Do you know Alfalfa was in uh, It's a Wonderful Life? No. Yeah. Alfalfa. Really? I'm just saying, go, go as far back as you want. TV stars were not movie stars. Right. They were not. And we're naming a lot of examples, which sort of negates that point. But we're naming superstars that broke through. <laughs> well, you're also talking about the decade in which the revelation happened like oh they could do both like the little tortilla girl around late 70s yeah you're seeing it 70s 80s why not why not both like you yeah i think back then you know it's like a kid in school hey choose sports or music i mean why not both you were probably told back in the day by an agent now do you uh you want to be a movie star kid or you want to be a tv star think of shows from the 60s can you think of did they go movie star who was the first groundbreaking person? I don't know, but yeah. Michael J. Fox was definitely that He's guy tough, yeah. who you saw on TV. He was Alex P. Keaton. He went from Alex P. Keaton to movie star. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. You know, so props to him. Happy birthday. 61st birthday. Fun to reminisce. Well, it didn't. I'll be honest. It didn't. Alpha. It didn't always work out that way. Think of other. Martin Lawrence. That's think a good of, one, think of other 80s. Uh, think of other 80s stars, though. So to. So yeah, Will to, Smith. No, but I'm saying so to think it no, it worked great for everyone. It didn't. Like you know, Kirk Cameron and uh any of those. DJ like, Tanner Full House. Tony no, Danza was in movies, but he was never a movie star. Yeah, he was you know like what Angels mean? in the Outfield. Yeah, he was a TV star. He was never a movie star. He was a great TV star. He was in a lot of TV shows, but never a movie star. Yeah. I guess to wrap it up, the floodgates then opened and every superstar TV person's like, I guess I could do it. Christopher Lloyd, Danny DeVito. He said Hanks, all of them. But before that time, before the late 70s, early 80s, there was no intermingling. I would say so. And Michael J. Fox was one of the best because he was a young kid. He wasn't a legend. It was like, hey, let's test this kid out in both. The feedback is really funny, though. What's up, June Tao? The Three Stooges had several movies. I mean, I think they were their own thing, right? Yeah. So, well, I, and they, I what, they made shorts. I don't know Drew how Dow that aired. From, what, wasn't uh, wasn't all of their stuff just sh- movie shorts? Like it, did, it didn't three? air on TV, did it? I don't know. Uh, I think that probably hour? aired Rush in a theater and it eventually ended up on TV. Wow. I don't know. Barbara Blingsley never made it to the I'm big sorry, screen who? as far as who? I'm, who Billingsley never made it to the big screen as far as oh I'm yeah, Barbara Billingsley yeah. Um, Billingsley. How about Hugh Beaumont? Was he killing it? I Barbara know. Billingsley was in, in movies. I'm sure. I'm sure they were all in movies because yeah, they were actors. Movie but they never stars. Really made because they were associated yeah. with being. It's like uh, you have a stigma, right? Oh, he's a TV star. You know, Clark Gable was a movie Barbara star. Barbara Billingsley was in the original Angels in the Outfield. With Danny Glover? Oh, wasn't she in um, Airplane as well? There's, there's an original talks, Angels talks, in the Outfield? She talks jive in uh, Airplane. 
Isn't that her? Oh, yeah. Remember, she talks jive, like yeah. she translates jive yes. in an in, uh, airplane. <laughs> yeah, see, Kirk, I remember. So but um, again, we're negating our own point by giving like a ton of examples. Of course. There was definitely a stigma. It's like, hey, Cavino can never be really be the rock guy. Well, why not? Because he's such a sports guy. Well, he can't it's be like, a sports guy. He's the music guy. Why not both? Yeah, exactly. It's like you had that stigma. Can I get you something? Some more folk buttering into the bone, take me up, take me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right, would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama didn't raise no dummies. I duck her rap. Got me some slack, yeah. Don't get the hell. Say can't hang. From Leave It to Beaver. There you go. She's a movie Leave star. Leave It to Beaver. And I saw someone wow. say, it's just like how a, a movie actor didn't want to do commercials back then. It was a commercial actor. There were levels. Like Rich said, hierarchy. Now it's, now it's, hey, you going to pay me? Yeah, now it's, hey, I'm gonna yeah. pay, hey is some streaming service going to pay me a ton of money? I'd say, how, how much does Netflix have now? You could get any, you could get any star in a commercial now because sometimes a commercial will pay more than a TV show or something. So let's uh, let's get into it, man. Michael J. Fox turned 61. Happy birthday to a guy that meant a lot to us as a kid, right? You know, it's funny that you said the, the teen wolf. The teen wolf is 61. <laughs> that sucks. He's the teen wolf. That sucks. The teen Butthole. wolf is Now 60. he's the geriatric wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's the close to retirement wolf. Senior citizen wolf. He's getting, he's the wolf that gets discounts. <laughs> so sad. The uh, wolf of Old Street. I was, I was thinking oh something. God. Uh, he's, I need a, he's I need a Doc Hollywood. <laughs> he's uh, not the color of money. Old family yeah. reunion ties. Old family ties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can like, do, come on. We could do better than that. I know. We, um, you know who else celebrates a birthday today? Who? Someone two years younger. I was curious. I was going to give you the whole who's older, but I, I think it's obvious. He's, but he's only two years younger. 59? 59. Yeah. Who's 59 today? Just had a really big month. Let's just say a big victory. Big victory. Oh, Johnny Depp. <clears throat> Grumpy. Grumpy. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp turns 59 today. Apparently Grumpy. he was helped out of a, a hotel, like carried out, like was partying too hard, of maybe a victory party. Well, so he's high-fiving. They're, they're, party. they're showing him. Anyone, so that wants to, anyone that wants to high-five or fist bump Johnny Depp, he's yeah. like, bring it in. Like he's happy. It's like the victory lap for him. Did you pick up your sausage cologne? No, but I want that now. I'm not even kidding you. I sausage. want Johnny Depp's new cologne. I really do. I'm sold on it. It's not I'm new. Sold on He's it. been promoting it for I'm, years. Well, I'm, I'm only aware of it now because I see this commercial. You know, he's always in the desert with some, some hits, sort of creature. It hits my spirit. I'm not, I feel like I'm that wolf inside. And it's dark and there's a moon yeah. somewhere. I'm like, oh, like, I need that. I need sausage. He's always wearing a vest and chains. Yeah. It's like it's, it's been, he's been doing it for years. Now. I need that. So thank you guys for reminiscing with us. I apologize for saying the color of money. I'm mad at myself. I'll beat myself up later about that. I couldn't think of it. I'm like, Tom, I got Tom Cruise on the brain. It's the Top Gun Maverick Rage of 2022. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun. Tom Cruise was a movie star. Michael J. Fox was a TV star that turned into him. Could you believe it? 
So, hope you had a Boston Celtics sort of Wednesday. Congratulations to them as we throw it back on this Thursday. Yeah, yeah. On a throwback Thursday, it's also the last day of school. And it kind of makes you reminisce about your school days a little bit. Remember that? Rich, living in a school neighborhood, it's ridiculous. You couldn't even find a parking spot because all the parents are here for like... Local graduations. Well, the assembly. And like that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, of course. Local assemblies. Little kids are singing their little goodbye songs and their summer songs. Um, the streets are packed with parents going to support their kids. It's nice, I guess. But it's also like, come on already. Hey, get the park and out of the neighborhood. Like, your street is packed. Like, when I pulled up, I'm like, what the? F- oh. Hey, think Spot, about did it. you see the, the guy giving out uh, the, the diplomas? He was like, hey, uh, they could see you. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. Hey, nice to see you. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, you got so big. Hey, you got so big. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, get the fuck out of here. We have footage of uh, what's yeah. happening down the street. Fuck out of here. I'm going to find that again. Fuck out of here. You look, you get big. Get the fuck out of here. Last day of school. It's always a weird feeling, right? It's like. You know what's interesting? As a parent, you 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 face those feelings all over again a little bit. It's like, I thought I was done with that part of my life. It's like homework, right? You uh-huh. thought you were done with it. I'm never then you realize ever again. <laughs> you realize that no, it's, it's there again. And it's the same sort of thing. It's like, Oh, it's Melody's last day of school. Oh, well, Melody, you, you know, you came a long way this year mm-hmm. and they're not going to see their friends, but it's not the same. We said goodbye to a lot of our friends unless yes. they lived in the neighborhood. Right. Unless they were your see best in friends. September. Right. <laughs> You know, now they might not interact in person as much, but it's like, yeah, unless I play constant, constant communication, unless you played summer baseball with someone or they went to your local pool or hang or something, unless in my neighborhood, unless I saw you at the pool or we played baseball together, it was a, yo, good seeing you. I'll see you again. A couple months. Cool. Enjoy your summer. That was it. That's such a weird thought, right? The yeah, way we're so book. glued to was, interaction now. There was always some brain dead piece of shit asshole kid who signed your picture in your yearbook, right? And you're like, Pat, why would you do that? Oh, dad. Spot, you, you know, know what I'm talking about? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. They, you're like, always- everyone look in your yearbook on your picture. I guarantee you. There's some idiot like, hey, great knowing you. And there would have oh, been and there would have oh. been more idiots, but that Somebody already did it, so the next idiot no. is like, oh, shit, I you guess. You sign your, your picture, moron. Right. Always but, happens. Yeah. Always happens. And Any, here's uh, the difference with that, though. Growing up, it's like um, Major League Baseball t-shirts at the ballpark. They only printed the superstars, right? Yeah. When you were a kid, only the graduating classes got a yearbook. Now, it's like oh, yeah. every kid every year gets a yearbook, even the if option, they're not a graduating class. But you had the option to buy it. I know. Why would no, I buy not here. someone's? Not me. So why would I buy someone else's like last year of junior high if I'm in seventh grade? I I, I get you what Camino's saying. Like I have two yearbooks, but Melody has one. Have, She's in sixth grade. Yeah. Her school goes up to eighth grade. Really? I have seven yearbooks. Oh, that must have been a Scotch Plains thing. Maybe every, some yeah. high schools because where I was from, I, I have two yearbooks just from every graduate. I, I have when I graduated elementary school, I have three, and yeah. when I graduated high school, <laughs> two yearbooks. I think I got three yearbooks. Melody has one for every year she's ever been. But in But you school. know what? Think about it. Back then, it was like. Taking pictures. Hey, hope I got it. Click. Yeah. And now it's, you have 20,000 pictures on your phone. So it makes sense for kids to have yearbooks every year. Your girlfriend at the time would have like the designated full front cover of your. Saving this yeah. for Erica. <laughs> I, I Do remember. Not, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend at the time, like, wrote, actually wrote, wrote reserved. It, like, yeah, reserved for Jen. Like, 
fuck off everybody else had the whole page of how much she loved this guy oh i have Can my yearbook in the, i have my yearbook in the next room yeah on a throwback thursday maybe at the end of the show i'll read the page long message from my high school sweetheart to see if she kept true to her word no none of it i'll I mean, love you forever liar <laughs> maybe she does i'll be here by your side no matter what again you lie maybe she does living in your throne of sitting on your throne of lies I mean, you never really forget right like the feelings might not be there oh, but you I remember think she forgot i existed i'm pretty sure she forgot impossible i found impossible. the footage uh, i found the footage from your graduation oh yeah you did hey how you doing how's your mom fuck out of here hey how you doing fuck out of here fuck out of here fuck out of here fuck out of here hey how you doing oh you got so big fuck out of here Love hey. that. Love that. I One of the best that. clips of the past. That shit year. is funny as hell. But you do reflect. Like, hey, Melody, look at you. You made so many new friends oh this my year. God, you got first so big. year at a oh new God. school. You got so big you in the got so big. Look at you. You went out on top. You won the talent show. Great year. I'm proud of you. Enjoy your summer, you know? And then there's that pressure of a parent to now, like, all right, well, how do I make the, the summer special? Summer special. Summer special. Exactly. No, really. Like, what could I do? What does um, one do for the summer? Take her to the beach? Yeah. I mean, you, now you got all this uh, this boring kid on your hand. This bored kid. Like, like, all right, now, you know, it's not like they can just get up and go places. It sucks, though, because it's so hot here in the summer. Yeah. Yo, so, like, I know, I know it's your car thermometer, and it's a little jaded because once you start your car, it drops a little bit. But I started my car yesterday, mm -hmm. and it's at 103. I'm like, it's not 103, but it's close. It was like 100 degrees yesterday. It, it gets, spots right. It gets wickedly hot. hot. Wickedly. wickedly hot. It starts getting wickedly hot. Um, you said at the graduate on the graduation tip, I see my daughter humming and singing a song. I'm like, what's that? She goes, oh, we're performing it for all the parents at graduation on Friday. I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah, you are. What is it? It's uh, I hear her walking around. She's like, you got a friend in me. Oh, yeah. You Aww. got a friend in me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that's today. Rich's street is packed with yeah. cars. Whatever the uh, the, the middle school and the everything up the block, a couple blocks away, everything's close enough. Wait, and it's on. just like you know, it's just your it's close every year. So every year, it's another graduating class <laughs> of kids, and they're moving on up. And it's crazy to see. It really is. It, it is. It's sad, but it's nice all at the same crack time. Up, crack open the window, but it's open. extra sad when you see these kids oh. are graduating into a really crappy time, which we established yesterday. How you doing? How's oh. your mom? Fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. oh the ceremony's still going on. Fuck out of here. Congratulations. Fuck out of here. Good for that kid. Oh, wow. Nice. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you got so oh, many. Fuck out of here. Camino, you're so good at, you're so good at, uh, I mean, I, could I make a list? You're so good at, you're so good at really retaining memories of your youth. I forget a lot. But there's oddly stuff I remember. I'm like, so there's certain things I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot that. But other things are crystal clear. I remember on my last day of sixth grade, mm -hmm. my, my schools were weird on Long Island. I went, K, my one school was K through six and our junior high and high school were in the same facility. So I was seven through 12 in another building. So I've only went to two schools. That's berserk. No, it is berserk. Like to think seven through 12, to think 12 year olds were walking the same halls, hallways as like 17, 18 year olds. This is wild. We yeah. were, we were broken into six to eight, eight to 12 or seven. To, uh, sorry. Nine to 12, six to eight, nine to 12. Well, that's normal. Not yeah, yeah. nine through 12 is a, a high school, but we had know. our seven, eight with the nine, 10, 11, 12. So it's crazy. 
Sixth grade was my last year before I went to Cary High School. Right. Cary, it's it's actually Jim Cary, H. Rank Cary Junior Senior High School because it's seven through twelve. James A. Cary High School. So, sixth grade, my last day at Washington Street Elementary School. I remember walking up the staircase, saying to myself, "I'm going to remember this moment for the rest of my life because this is my last day at elementary school." I remember thinking that, and actually. Grade. Remember it. I remember, yeah. I remember it clear. I'm like, I remember looking around being like, this will be the last time I walk these halls. This will be the last time I go here. This, and, and believe it or not, I specifically told myself, you will remember. And I do. Believe it or not, 91. So that was Swear to God, I have 31 years ago. Same exact thought as him, but I was in fifth grade. I was the end of my grade yeah. school. I'm going to remember this, I, I remember, tell you. <laughs> I'm walking down the stairwell. I'm going to take a mental picture. Really ugly looking Quick. schools. <laughs> hey, by the way, my school is in the news. I was going to save it for the rando news, but now my school, my, my township, uh oh, a school, it's a great school. I don't know. You know how they change names throughout the years or we like, ours. Mine did too. Yeah. Mine, they changed it to a member of, uh, who grew up in Scotch Plains of the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh really? Yeah. Which was oh, you know, cool. There's a, in New York city, you know how we all know grand central station, port authority, Penn station. My mom was like, Richie, can you help me book a train ticket Amtrak so I could go see Lori and the baby? I was like, yeah, sure, Mom. Let me see what deal I could get you. Um, Amtrak's pretty good from Baltimore to New York. It's like a couple hours, right? So my mom's trying to figure out how to get there. And I'm like, what? what? Where is this going in New York City? There's a new hub in New York with a new name and everything. Do you know this or no? We have uh, not been there like in seven years. You have any clue what I'm talking I'm about? I'm pretty sure they put it in the old uh, post office building, right? It's next. To, is it next to Penn Station? It is, but there's a new name. It's I'm like, I almost feel like you know. I joke about how like if you were in a coma and woke up, and they've you, been working on. Let's it say, for let's years. say, if you were in a coma for ten years and you woke up, you'd be like, "Who's Ed Sheeran? People like this redheaded guy. Oh wait, he's good. Like you'd be amazed by like, wait a minute, what are kids doing? There's TikTok. They're da- they want to dance. Like there's things that you'd be like yeah, amazed by. There's a new a new. There's a new Grand Central Station. There's a new, in new York station. City. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Amtrak, New York City, because I, I booked it. I'm like, where's Port Authority? Where's Penn Station? What the fuck is this? Well, anyway, what I was about to say I'm is sorry, that. Bud. No, it's okay. Uh, there's a school that changed their name. I don't know. Is it Jefferson, Jefferson Elementary School in my hometown of Union, New Jersey, where they arrested a parent because he was got in a fight with the principal? He's like, I'm going to come there and shoot up the school. Is it, yeah. It, it's uh, Moynihan. Bridget Moynihan Hall. It's Moynihan Train Hall in New York City. Moynihan. Yeah, look at that. Right there. That's pretty cool. Where's sorry. Moynihan. I think you mean Bobby Moynihan train station. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, bootleg already uh, like featuring state of the art technologies and customer amenities, a spacious boarding concourse that bathes in sunlight from the 92 foot high skylights. Where Moynihan train? You know the place we lived for 40 years. Yeah, but where though? <laughs> in uh, the heart of New York City, Moynihan worry. train yard. Don't worry, it'll be covered with piss before you know it. Yeah, great place for hobos um, to hang I out. I think weren't they taking? Because remember, so across Eighth Avenue. From Penn Station, from yeah, uh, there's a whole MSG. separate monstrous facility now. There's a whole facility that I believe was the post office, and I'm pretty sure they converted into into a train hall. Wow, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm with uh, uh, So I'm like, Mom, you're going. What is this? NYP Monahan Moynihan train hall? I was like, Have I been in a coma? It, it really feels that way. You've been, out of, the, you've been out of the city. It's too like long. you know when you when you go back to Union Cavino and you go down the neighborhood block. And it's like, oh, that used to be a different pizzeria. Wait, where's the bagel shop? Oh, it's a bank now. The mattress store is a Chick-fil-A, like shit like that. It happens all the time. Right? Dude. Yo, my hometown, 
on the total side note, and this is, I don't want to get all over the place. Was this in to tap into it, by the way, the story? Tap into it. Tap into it. Our buddy Henry Pintado sent it to me. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, it's all over Union County, like local stuff. New Jersey parent arrested after threatening to shoot the child's school up while fighting with the principal, according to law enforcement. Jefferson Elementary School. Wow. Principal told the police that the parent became upset and told her she was going to come to the school and shoot the whole place up, according to the Union police. Is that George Jefferson Elementary? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Who else they going to name it after? Uh, In response, the principal put the school on lockdown and officers were sent to the school. That's scary. So the the students were put on alert because of a parent. Like you can't do shit like that, Dude. man. All the kids had to. Uh, they they had all the kids uh, go to uh, the Wheezy Gymnasium <laughs> yeah. to uh, to you know make yeah. sure everything was good. The Wheezy Gymnasium. I like that. George the Smedley Cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> was on lockdown because it's because it's George, George Jefferson. Why would you do that, George? Oh yeah, I like. I was just thinking of. Grade schools. I went to a place called Hamilton School. The parent was charged with making terroristic threats and later sent to Union County Jail. Good. I've been there. Deservingly so. They should. Oh, no, I haven't. It's fucked up. Anyway, I was saving that for the random news, but I was thinking of grade schools, and that happened to a grade school in my hometown. Um, but my hometown, you know, to go with Rich's point, like things changed so fast. What was the pizzeria is now, you know, something else, and... Yo, they're turning spot. I know you'll never do this. A spot lives like three or four towns away from me. Not even. Right. His family. His I mean, family grew up there in on the East Coast of New Jersey. Right. They're turning my hometown into this Hoboken type of place. Oh, they they're doing it's that with a lot of towns. Crazy they're to be, see. Like, holy shit. Like, what are they doing here? They're supposed to be doing nuts. that into downtown Scotch Plains. They they have a whole redevelopment. But dude, plan. it's already it's already underway. So the you know how well, they're making essentially they're every making, charming, town square. making charming town squares yes. everywhere. Every little like center town square, like they're now like apartments and shit and you know, like restaurants underneath and you know it's, it's wild to see man all these new bars opening up and restaurants it's like holy shit craziness right and when you were there there was nothing yeah none of that no of that. not at all like it looks totally That's how I different feel. i was blown away the last time i went home i couldn't believe it i was like wow it looks nothing like the hometown i grew up in at all but for the better i guess you know no, so. it's uh it it seems like you know what it's like it's like interior design, right? Mm-hmm. You figure out what the trend is, and then everyone sort of rolls with it. Like, all right, we're doing open concept. All right, cool. What? All right, what are the popular kitchen colors? Dark wood. Okay, cool. And now it's white. Okay, cool. Towns will see the buzzword is gentrification. Yeah, but, it, but, it, exactly but, it'll, but it'll be like, hey, where do all the kids and like the cool people and the and the folks with a few bucks hang out? Oh, like Wontaw, Long Island or Montclair, New Jersey? What do they got going on? Oh, cool, like lights and a town square and some little restaurants. And, you know, you try to recreate that. You know what happens? And you try to, you, you really try to honestly be like, how can we recreate what's working somewhere else? The old townies, right? Like, what's with all the riffraff? Right. They call it riffraff. And you call it like, Younger know, people action? are like, the young people are like, oh, you mean like, a cool new spot. A cool new, diverse, yeah. melting pot of a place to hang out like with 
you know, like, more apartments and like, oh, cool. I, I told Close, you. Close uh, to the New York I City. I can't believe they got rid of the check cashing place right. to put in a, a sassy uh, uh, beard. Hank's, Hank's typewriter shop is not there. God damn it. You know what's there? Some little microbrewery. That's what I tell my, my dad, Jacob Moultrie. What's up, buddy? He says gentrification is good for business. Yeah. Not even good for business. The way I look at it for my dad, you got all these young people wanting to move to a town because they're turning it into like a little metropolis sort of, you know, subway hey. systems. Real estate value. Yeah. Real, of course. Eight dollars for That's a coffee. That's going to raise your real estate. That's going to raise your property value. cents at the Union Diner. For sure it's going to. Yeah. And great for the local diners, for the local barbershop. Because there's more people. But Kavino, you know what'll happen. Makes it more of a hot spot. I, I've seen this happen in New Braunfels, and I'm sure Jordan sees this in certain places in Idaho, where coincidence, it's such a coincidence yeah. that Kavino and I are both with women who happen to live or come from places that are on every top five fastest growing <laughs> like Some, list of all time. Someday Long Lake will make the top five and we'll round out the three. But... But you saw how, like, every time there's a list of fastest growing places, New Braunfels, Texas, and Boise, Idaho are always on that same list. It's crazy. Have you noticed in the infrastructure is not, it's not in a set for all these people. It's just not, like, for example, the hot restaurants, you yeah. can't even get a reservation now because it's too much demand. There's too many people now, and they all want to be at that restaurant. There's not enough restaurants. There's not yeah. enough parking spots. There's not enough road well, for no, as many uh, people that are there now you know what you've noticed like if you live in that town where holy shit population doubled and wow changing demographics and changing uh population there'll be a place in town that's not even that great but if it's like a cool place like there's a place in downtown new braunfels called the muck and fuss if i told you that place it's almost like seems like 24 hours a day. There's a, a wait out the line because they got a cool bar menu and they got like cool appetizers and it's like a trendy place. And but you got all these people now. But, to go. The, you but, but you know what old people say? The food there isn't even good. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter if the food's not good. It's the spot. You should see the muck and fuss I made last night. <laughs> it's <laughs> the spot. That's funny. Right? I mean, Downtown Boise is a young person snob city. That's from Western Idaho. And that's, that's right. what they're, they're, they're by design. Yeah, it's dope. I like it. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's hey. Like it's, dude, it's like uh, really handsome Canadian dudes. Let's see your uh, yearbook. You're going to oh. show us something. So, so back Thursday, just a little reminiscent bullshit session here on the CNR show. Orange. So Ooh, no 90, wonder you love that color. 97. Well, it's my high school color. These are the days. And that corny song. Oh, from. Yeah, that's, uh, that was one of our graduation. We had a few graduation songs. One of them was 10,000 Maniacs. These are the days. Spot, that's a great song. Don't fucking doubt that song. Oh, I, I love like that, that song. song. Natalie Merchant, right? 10,000 Maniacs. I didn't like any song like that. I was that. a big fan of Natalie very Merchant sexist. in the 90s. This is a great song, though. You want to hear my throwback Thursday hot? I got a, I got a TBT music hot take right after this. Natalie Merchant had a great voice. This, like, this, this is a definite tearjerker 90s reminiscing song. It's like the gays. The gays to remember. Rich. Very steam show. Spot. <laughs> These are the gays. Rich. <laughs> it's like it's Camille. like uh, like Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. 
right, so uh, enough. Um, no, it, not says, to, it says if you're not watching, these are the days on the cover yeah. of his yearbook, '97. Yeah. Well, it's a good song. <laughs> that and uh, it sounds like a, a sitcom. I'm song. Watching it back, it's so funny. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it does. But it's a very, it's almost like it's like the '90s version of Forever Young. No doubt, no doubt. No but to prove Kavino 100% right. Oh, who's on your photo? Give it up. No, 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 not on my photo. Page one, page one, what does it say? Reserved. Reserved, Reserved. for my high school girlfriend who wrote, who took up the whole that's front how, page. That's I, how it went. I mean, we're, talk, we're talking like, can oh. we see if she kept see? any of the promises? Reserved. I'll read it. Want to say? I mean, it's a long read, but I'll. I'll I mean, just give us the the good parts. I bet you someone signed your picture too. Idiots. 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 I guarantee you, my daughter's gonna come to me and be like, "Yeah, someone signed over my face." I'm like, "Well, why didn't you tell Roninth before to sign their picture?" Dumbass. Someone signed your picture? No. My friend Christina. No. Sign no. your picture. Show me. Richie. How fucking well, buddy, this dumb. is it. Crossed it out and then wrote, sorry, messed up. Oh, my God. That shit would have drove me berserk. As a, That's my only yearbook. It's not like we got multiple copies. You should reach out and to her And you signed tonight. all over my picture? Dude, she just totally, like, no, she, like she took your, take a your picture. It was like, she, like, tagged it. I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to send it to her right now and be like, you're a moron. You should tell her you ruined, she ruined your life. Yeah, it's annoying. She it's ruined like, your memory. It's like, yeah. Dude, that's right so now. aggravating to me. I remember being I remember being in fifth grade when I got my first ever yearbook. Thinking, you dumb shit. Why'd you sign hey, over my dot, picture? Dot, dot, dot. Remember when you ruined my yearbook, moron? You dumb shit. You're funny. <laughs> and then had the nerve to cross it out and scribble and write even more? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Richie. Well, buddy, this is it. I am not ready to Dumbass. say goodbye to these. Crossed it out. She was, she should have just finished it's, it because now it's even worse. Dumbass. Because not only did she ruin your photo, but she just left ruined it for an incomplete thought. Did I nail it or what? Reserved page for your girlfriend, and there was always some jack off. There would have been more, but she read, already ruined it. Yeah. Can you read part of the message from your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. there's a girl I went to high school with that you, had really bad cross eyes, right? Yeah, and. You would think for her yearbook photo, like they would be like, all right, let's do, let's take one where this girl's eyes. Jesus. Hold up. No, I'm not, like, that's expensive. It's I, yo, it's terrible. Dude. <laughs> you, you seriously, can they do like do something? Oh my God. It's like really bad. Sorry. Um, they couldn't like. Do no, it's like, like that. And that Johnny correct Depp her movie. eyes. Well, no, no, you know, like Johnny Depp, the, the crying baby <clears throat> movie, like there's their weird, their weird characters. Like they would take like. That's how she looks. One half of her face and just duplicate the other side. So it looks like both her eyes are normal. <laughs> yeah, she looks like that guy from the, 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 the water boy. Huh? Okay, I see. Jesus. It was so funny. Here's the other theory on a throwback Thursday. As uh -huh. kids get their yearbooks, again, it's, it's graduation uh -huh. day. It's the last day of school here oh, in yeah. California. Urban legend you were told as a kid that we, we talked about this yesterday. If you cross your eyes, they're going to stay that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm. I know all about it. Anyway. It's so true, but we're so brainwashed and we see things so unclearly as KITs are in there as the kids. If I looked at Rich's yearbook, I would be like, she's the hot girl. Right. And Rich would be like, no, she was like, nobody even who, who is that? I don't even know. Who. Yeah. You, our gauge was so and, off. And then you point out the hot was, girl yeah, and it's like, no, you're right. It was all based on who had money and popularity. And if you look at it, I'd be like, this girl's 
beautiful. And Rachel's like, yeah, no one cared about this girl at all. Know who they cared about? This girl. That girl. <laughs> that girl. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, she yeah. drove like a, she drove she an expensive cool, car and had cool clothes. She had a cool uh, Sunfire. Really? Who yeah, cares? Man. But that was what we cared about. Buy your then. books online if you want to go down memory lane with you. Re- do you recognize uh, any of my friends? Yes, Janate. Janate. Walter. Oh, yeah, you, rec- funny, you, you yeah. probably recognize all, a lot of these people. But if I guarantee you, if I looked at your book, I'd be like, this is, that's a pretty girl, huh? And you'd be like, yeah, I don't even know who she is. Yeah, something not, honestly. My my know. yearbook is a prime example of that. There's so many girls I went to school with that nobody paid mind to because they just weren't popular or whatever. Probably had fat asses too, and I wasn't even oh, aware right? of it. Yeah. All the cheeks I missed out on. Hey, spot. So many cheeks. Oh, let's play a game. Want to play one round of a game? There's so many cheeks, and we all fucked up. Well, let's play a game. Yeah. One quick round. Spot, your yearbook's easily accessible online. Yeah. I was I was obsessed with the everyone was obsessed in my year with the Darubis twins? They were twins. Oh. But they had huge racks. Dabubis twins. So we called them the Dabubis twins. Well, that's Everyone a, that's a no-brainer. The twins. Forget the Dabubis twins. I can't. I want you to show me the hottest girl in the my class. The hottest teacher. Oh. Because they were probably a, there was probably like one 20 to 30-year-old teacher. Let, and let's see who has the, who could find the hotter teacher, you or me. I can't. You know what's, what sucks? So my Spanish teacher, Betty Ponterero, her I can never find her photo. I feel like she always skipped photo day. For that very reason, because she was the hottest teacher. She was the span she was the young hot Spanish teacher. Miss Comar was hot. Senora Ponterero. I was gonna say Mr. Toscano. Oh put no, you mean pro you mean Professor Toscano? <laughs> Mr. Toscano. Yo, look at this guy's right. Pompadour spot. Can you zoom in? Look at look at Professor Toscano. Wow. Yeah, that's a Pompadour. Zoom talent. in on Professor. That guy's this is uh this right here, that's Miss Comar. She was she was a hottie. Look at this lady. She looks hot for a teacher. Oh, her? She's got that 80s hair yeah, going? Yeah, she does. She's banging. Professor. Who's the one on the bottom left? Unintended. <laughs> Professor. Anyway, I don't want to get too far yeah. off track with our Throwback Thursday reminiscing. Oh, you know who the hot one was? Who? Miss Mitchell. She was she was a light skin a light skin black music oh, teacher back yeah. then. And, and oh, she's exotic. Miss, Miss Mitchell, oh. right there, spot. I like Miss Mitchell. Miss Mitchell. I remember your dad took a right picture there. of you and her right gra- there. of your graduation. It was just half of your body right. with Miss Mitchell. Right there. She can get it. Miss Mitchell. Yeah, Miss Mitchell can get it. Zoom in on Miss Dad. How come you you took a picture of like only half of me and all of Miss Mitchell? Yeah, Miss Mitchell. Miss oh, Mitchell was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh. is that guy playing a violin? Yeah, that is. That was like the nerdy violin teacher. Jeff Bruce. I don't even know who that is. Anyway. All right. Anyway. All right this is very inside. <coughs> hey, reminiscing. But I'm sure everybody can relate. At least I hope so. Last um, day of school. And you probably think that's a little early is how it is here in California. Last day of school today. First day of school is August 14th. So they start back early too, which sucks. I'm going to read. They're back in school August 14th. I checked it yesterday. So I was like, well, that kind of ruins uh, my summer plans. Well, She's back in school August 14th. That That's sort of... I, I had a look at this because I told you I had the revelation recently that it's like, wait a minute, I have to plan my ra- my life around my kid's school schedule. Yeah, well, Emmy starts pr- uh, kindergarten in mid-August. I'm like, mid-August? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. I'm kindergarten. kindergarten. Sounds cuter. <laughs> well, these are the days. Well, let me, can I read the, I'm going to read the last paragraph. Let's hear, let's hear now, it's, a, it's a whole, it's, it, it's all inside jokes that no one would get, but it's literally my ex-girlfriend in high school, the one that pretends I never existed. Literally the whole front page. Let's read the last paragraph and see if she kept her promises. Well, I can never fit everything I love about you and all the great times we've had together. So you better have a good memory. Ha ha. Hee hee. Ha ha. 
I gave you your lucky streak. Don't ever forget that. Oh, what's that? Rich's oh, oh, lucky streak. Oh. Richie, your lucky streak. No matter what happens to us, I will always love you. Yeah. Liar. Lies. Lies. So and, sad. And I'll always be there for you. How long did Again, you say? Another you lie. Love each other for? Always? No. Yeah, you know, that's a very much, very much uh, a dance slash graduation song. All right. Girl, you are to me. Let's raise a family. And I would love you for always. It's very much a, a, dan a farewell dance. And we both know. That's a great song. I'm going to cry. Oh, <laughs> so that shit is. And forever. It will be you and me. Come on, your farewell dance. I'll love you for always. All right, here we go. She lied to you, bro. What the? No wonder you're so damaged. She lied. It will be you and me. I like this part. Slow dance. Smack ass. Yo, do you want to read the last paragraph? Because nope. it's eerie. Let's hear it. I hope you. Be, I hope you. Do, do you want to read it? Because do a podcast no. out of your house in thirty years to say uh, one day you'll be an aging podcaster. No offense, and you'll be reading this, missing me. One day you'll be yeah. sitting at, at a desk wearing an X on your shirt. Oh, by the way, reading aging, this aging podcaster is what our supporters call us. So I'd hate to see what the haters call us. <laughs> Who calls you an aging podcast? Well, an aging podcast? People that subscribe to our podcast. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. you are aging. We're all I mean, aging. Well, hey, you're he, all. You're, he's you're, probably you're, an aging uh, car salesman. Every, every, right? every podcast. I mean, everybody is aging, right? I mean, yeah. there's no market. Unless like, Benjamin Button is doing a podcast. Joe Rogan's an aging podcast. He's the best one. Yeah, I mean, your number one that's out. That's a misconception because Benjamin Button was aging. Just, just in reverse. In reverse. Does she say anything about you? One day you'll be an aging podcaster. One day you will be an aging <laughs> podcaster. Wow! Wow! Podcasts like, weren't even invented back then. It wasn't even a word. Yeah, man, she's a visionary. No, Joe, want to hear the last paragraph? Yes. Um, no matter what happens to us, I will always love you and be there for you. Lies. Do your best at Syracuse so you can become a famous broadcaster, oh. and we can move to California together. Shut up! Don't forget our plans. Hey, you never know. Just reach out to her. I love you, Erica. <laughs> What's she up to these you days? crushed her and now you pay the price. That's why you're so weird. P.S. You're an aging podcaster. P.S. <laughs> P.S. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad, but funny. Nostra, Nostradamus up in here. Well, since it is a throwback Thursday, here's my, yeah, lies, Kevin. Lies. Like, jeez. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah. So. On a throwback Thursday, this is like just a random thought. And I'm not recycling a discussion because I never talked about it. Just, yo, I got, emo I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. Not because of the feelings I associate. Just straight up from the passion of the song that never resonated with me at all. I never cared about it. I'll shout out Lisa Paraggio. She was commenting on how she really needed some Alanis Morissette and thanks for playing it because I'm on lithium, right? Yeah, I'll tell you. <clears throat> I was taking a walk with my magic shoes. How are you doing with that? Every day. I don't miss out. By, by the way, I agree with Lonnie. 
I lived up my part of the bargain, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Where's all the love you promised? Yeah. You promised love and support forever. Yeah, bro. You did it. Yeah. You did Went it. to Syracuse. Yeah. Became a broadcaster. What if she shows up at Moved your Moved to California. Where are you pulling your weight? <laughs> Erica. That's so funny, bro. Is, That's a TikTok. Like all the lies. <laughs> lies, 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 lies. Lie. I'm the only I guy that pulled kept, my I kept weight my and did my part. End of the bargain. Yep, sure did. You did. Just saying, go to Syracuse, become a famous broadcaster, move to California. What did you do? <laughs> you keep in, hilarious. You keep in touch with her? No, she, she pretends I don't exist. Is she on the Facebook? No, like vaguely blocked craziness. Yeah, maybe she willed that shit to happen for you. Though. Maybe you'll uh, reconnect with her. Like uh, she manifested it. Maybe like, you are like uh, Johnny Lawrence in Alley. Maybe you'll you'll uh, reconnect. Man, maybe she prayed for that every night, even though you broke her heart. Even though he broke my heart and left me. For who? I don't know. Who's that? She, remember, she dumped me. Oh. Kate Jewelers. Maybe she well, sacrificed. Even though I broke his heart, I still want him. She sacrificed. I wrote it in his yearbook. Her happiness for your success. She's like, he'll never succeed. If I don't If I don't, If I get him. in the way of his dreams. Let little Richie's dreams I need come to, true. I need to let him go so he can follow no, his dreams. No, no, and no. Not worry to relieve her of the guilt of breaking your heart, she prayed every night for your other dreams to come true. Probably what wow. happened. And there you go. You owe that woman, that liar. So anyway, I had this God thought the other day. <laughs> you have to realize, like, yeah, I come from a a, 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 a very sexist upbringing. I thought you came not because of um, anything my parents or family members taught me. It's just the world we lived in, just how it was. Like I told you, I had an early thought when I was a ki little kid. I was like, the Go Go's, they're kind of cool. They're hot. There's no way they're playing these instruments, because in my mind. Girls, guys did that shit. Girls playing guitar. Girls can't play guitar. <laughs> Girls being funny. Girls playing guitar. Nah, I don't know. So it's not that I did anything wrong. It's the world I grew up in, and I'm I'm aware enough to recognize like that's silly and that's ridiculous. Are I'm also though? a girl dad, of course. I love the Go Go's. Love them, right? Love them till this day. I love the Go Go's. Yeah. Gaycation is my favorite one. Gaycation, all is ever wanted. Gaycation, Spotty's getaway. So, but as a little kid, you're like, they're not really playing these instruments. It's impossible. <laughs> only Van, only Van Halen plays instruments. Only guys could play guitar and drums. Not this is this is great, great. The Chipmunks are more legit, ladies, than the Go Go's. You in my could mind. vote. Slow down. Yo, I swear to God, <laughs> there was a. I have one of my dumbest. Like I had this realization the other day one of my earliest childhood like dumb child thoughts i, I was very confused about the chipmunks i realized that because i thought they were like something real about them i think the like, cartoons <laughs> when you the bought their when you bought their album you're like when are we gonna see them in concert dad like there was something i'm like it's kind of cool how they're like yeah, cartoon well, I characters tell you, they're not like real but buddy they're, <laughs> but they're rock stars oh, they, they got albums i was like, gonna say because they had the album they had the album he believed the chipmunk could play guitar but a woman couldn't <laughs> i believe that was more possible <laughs> than the go-go's steve cavito right but it, the go-go's was a little later on but i i remember being young enough where i, I thought i believed like there's something confusing about the chipmunks to me <laughs> i can't put it into words did you um what was the album that you had? The Chipmunk album? Like Chipmunk Punk. Chipmunk Punk, that was it. What year did it come out? I was confused. I was like, yeah, they're cartoon stars, but they're really <laughs> rock stars. That's pretty awesome. That's funny. <laughs> like, I remember having like a confused yeah. thought about it as a kid. Chipmunk And trying punk. to rationalize like, like I was confused by it. So the chip, wait, the chipmunks. I believe not that. Real, but you tell me a girl plays a guitar. I believe that more came than out the Go-Go's. June 15th, 1980. 
Okay, I was four. Oh, it came out 42 years ago. I was four years old, you know, and I thought that was the coolest shit going. And, you know, when the Go-Go's came out, I had never, I was, I was like, yo, Al, I, I get how chipmunks could rock out. 42 years ago, this, <laughs> I don't, 42 years ago today, this album was on its way to, uh, to Sam Goody. I don't Damn. get how women rock it's a out. It's virgin mega story. But I thought when the Carlisle was hot, I, I thought the whole thing was cool, but I was like, man, I don't know. Long story short, fast forward, when you're growing up with that mindset, and I see a lot of silly feedback, like, no, you know, like it was the world we grew up in, dude. I'm a, I'm a product of that. It's not like people were teaching me these things. It's what I was witnessing. As a teenager, again, we're talking mindset of a 15, 16, 17-year-old. It's your first time around. I go back to the thoughts of a 15-year-old. And I was so like, Nirvana. I was such a Nirvana rules. When Alanis Morissette came out with Jagged Little Pill, I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's cool. But, it's way better than all those albums. But I'm like, <laughs> but I dis- I'm like, that's my sisters. And I still have that way about me. I get all that. Yeah. But I'm smart I, enough I, to I, recognize. I think subconsciously okay? that's why it's hard for you to really appreciate uh, like, like a movie or like, show with a woman lead. Because subconsciously, like it takes you a little more. Resonate just yeah. doesn't resonate the same way. Same thing. Subconscious know? resonate. Um, it doesn't hit me. I mean, I think that's normal though. It's like, well, it's not meant for me. But Alanis Morissette <laughs> was rocking out, and I was too. Yeah, Joan Jett blew me away. Michael Lee. I was like, yeah. So anyway, Alanis Morissette came out. Jagged Little Pill might have been as big and impactful as Nirvana. Nevermind. But you could have never convinced this guy of that. No way, no how. Nirvana! Nirvana! What year did that album come out? I don't know, bro. Was it 95? But I I remember getting it for Christmas that year. I'm walking, doing my magic shoes. This song comes on, right? I want you to know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it because it's a great song. But it was hitting me. At least June 95. The passion and fury she puts in that song. And it's I noticed it's like, yeah, all right, welcome to 1990 what? Five. Five. Welcome to 95, dude. Everybody knows that. I knew how huge the song was. I'm not dumb, but I'm so like, angry. wow, this song is, I had to, I skipped it back and listened to it again. I'm like, this song is just fucking hitting, hitting harder now fire. than it did then for me. I was like emotional because I'm like, poor Alanis. And Dave Cool, yay? I I, want, I ought legend. to know what was going on in Urban the theater. Legend. Urban legend. Nah, it's true. Yeah. Dave Coulier. So anyway, here's my hot take that I'm sharing with you. I didn't say this on lithium. I'm not regurgitating my thoughts. She's hurt, this woman. She's scorned. You know what I think hit me? Like, women I hurt. I think that's what hit me. Uh, not me being <clears> hurt. I'm not scratching my nails down someone else's back I've, hoping someone else feels it. I know she debunked the whole Dave Coulier thing. Uh, I was Dave Coulier. But did she ever say which movie she it was they were watching while she was going down in the theater? I I I, I was, wonder. I'm very curious. I was, so let's see. I, I want to know the whole story. So it's early 90s. I want to know was it the Bullwinkle impression that got her so hot and steamy that she couldn't wait for the movie to end? So let's see. My sister 90s. says I was I was too old to be brainwashed by Grace playing that over and over again. Like I associated that with that's See. my little sister's Free music. Willy. It's cool, but I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, it would have had me. to have been a movie that wasn't Free great. Free Willy's a good one. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like you know. Well, they went to go see uh, Homeward Bound. 
On a throwback Thursday, here's my... <laughs> oh, maybe it was the Mighty Ducks. Here's my mild take of the day. If it was Dave Coulier, you know he loved hockey because he's Canadian. That could be. I've never heard I Matt Pinfield say this. I've I never heard was, any other music savant say yeah. something like this. So here's my mild take of the day. I think it was the Mighty I'm in Ducks. that lithium throwback Thursday mindset. Everybody knows that in 91, Nirvana came out and it was groundbreaking. And I think a lot of it is because it was music we understood, meaning like I could play that, I think. It was simple yet awesome and dark and rocking and all those things combined. It's like that attainable girl. Like I could do that, I think. The most impactful album of the 90s, Nirvana, never mind. Impactful. However... And, and, and the most impactful song was Smells Like Teen Spirit, right? The most powerful song, I think, is Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know. And I know that's for people who grew up loving that shit. Common knowledge. I'm telling you. I will argue start that to finish. That might be the most powerful song of that era. How much mess did I leave? Fury. Uh, I think song for song as, a, as an album in its entirety. Yeah. yeah. I think Jagged yeah. Little Pill yeah. is up there with Green Day Dookie. Yeah. Oh, Never yeah, mind yeah. Nirvana. Like, I think it's a top five album of that time. But I always separated it. Like, yeah, for 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 women. But for, for girls. But dude, I'm saying, like, again, for as packed for as impactful smells like Teen Spirit was for music. You ought to know was impactful for for empowerment, women empowerment, but also just the most powerful song of that era. There's something about it was like, man, what she you, came out swinging so hard with what that else? Shit. Uh, what else would you put on that list? Never mind Nirvana, Dookie, Green Day, Alanis, Jagged Little Pill. Give me two more that you would say top five albums of that time period. Pearl Jam Ten. I mean, it was huge. Yeah, one more. You know why it's called Ten? Ten tracks. I don't think I knew this. I'll tell you. What? It's named after your mom. No, their original name was Mookie Blaylock. That was the name of the band. Yeah. Oh. He wore the number 10. 10. I'm pretty sure. That's Look at it. that. But yeah, this album yeah, so was huge. I, I would never deny that. Like, that's just fact. The album was huge. But the most powerful song of that era is Mine. You Ought to Know. Yeah. And you I ought agree. to know that. You're welcome. I ought to know that. Green Day. Track one. Alanis. It's track one. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and the fifth you could pick on your own. Track one. Even like the cheesier ones on the like Ironic was a good song. Like that whole album was just fantastic. Oh, I know it was massive. Ironic I was fueled by the video. Yeah. Hey, put it this way: I was so in my zone of like, yeah, that's you learned it was a good. I didn't even have that album. Hit. I don't think I even owned it. And it was this a, big a monster album. <laughs> it just wasn't something I was seeking yeah. out to buy. By the way, I think Ironic was... Oh, no, there it is. Um, this song was big. No choice. The album is massive. This album is a great. great song. There's yeah. no question. Head over feet. Head over feet. Um, but I'm telling you, think of all the songs of the 90s that are hugely popular. The most powerful. Powerful. This is a good is album. You ought to know. This is a good start to finish album. Listen. Rolando brings up a good one. People would disagree. Metallica's Black Album outsold everything. They uh, they sold more albums in the 90s than anybody else. I'm sure. So that might be one, too. I know it's huge. It really has to be an album that you can listen to from start to finish. 
which is such a rarity. Well, I, I have a few of those. You, you just named. I think we named them. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's a. But, such but a I rarity. had this epiphany where I got caught up in the emotions of Alanis Morissette and like, and it, and I think the legend goes like it was a one take doozy. It was a one take. I'm putting my fucking heart out there, and she's singing about you know. Gee, Alanis, I didn't mean to hurt you. Blow me down. Cut it out. This is going to sound really lame. Dave Coulier? Uncle Joey? You know what artist I've reconnected with recently? Matchbox 20. And I've been listening to their first two albums. Song ever hit you, though? Like, hit you, and you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? They have some some lesser knowns. Yeah. When's the last time? Mad Season has some good lesser knowns Mm -hmm. that weren't pop radio hits, but like, fucking hit. No, I, I, I like, like cheesy, cheesy songs hit me, like like country songs or love songs, like where the lyrics are like, oh man, that's. But it hit you like that's pretty heavy, just yeah. out of the blue. Yo, yeah. I wasn't even paying attention to the lyrics. The the fury and the passion of her vocals in that song just hit me, and I I listened back to it, and I'm like, yeah, I never really gave the song the credit. There's a in my mind that it deserved. There's a song by Matchbox Twenty. It's called "You Won't Be Mine." I, th- I think it was a hidden track, but. There's so much, it's dark and there's so much emotion to it that it like, it haunts me. I'll be honest. Great songs and great artists. I'll appreciate all they do. Flip through the channels, play it on Alexa, play it on the, you know, back in the yard. But when it comes to like what hits you, a lot of times for me, you know, it hits me like random songs by an artist I don't know. Well, I'll hear something. I'm like, who is this? And then I'll look it up and be like, why did that random song from someone I've never heard? I love songs like that. That's yeah, this why is a song. Let me play one for you. Like you're sure, gonna, yeah, I guarantee I you're, you're gonna like, be if like, I, uh, if I shazam it out of the blue, like, oh, there's something about that song that that like resonated. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, but the sound of it or the, the vibe of it, and I, I, that's like a special category of songs. That's a playlist for me. Like, yeah, like oh, songs that I just happen. Randos to. that hit your heart. Yeah. Randos I that hit you. That. Yeah, that's the best. That's like, a good playlist. Randos that hit you. Randos that hit me. I'm at the bar. Randos that, that no. Randos that slap. Shazam. Because no, they don't all slap Spock. Because no, I think you know what happened. That happened to me with Oh Saturday Sun. I met someone by Vance Joy. Yeah, I don't fucking who's that dork. I don't know, but I heard that song. I'm like, I don't know why I like this corny song. I have no idea. There's there's Shazam. A- Vance who? Oh. That's not, it doesn't sound like something I like. Oh, it makes you think of oh, you can it makes you think of melody. Uh, West Coast. I don't hear. I, yeah, it's on the playlist. There's no rhyme or reason for it. Something about it. I was like, why do I know this song or something? There's there's a couple songs now. You could play a couple second uh, seconds of them. I I think. Kevin, you, know, you you will obviously tend to think my taste is cheesier and cornier than yours, but this I this here this, this conversation, this, yeah. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. There's no it. right answer. Yeah, either. I mean, I don't think if it hits you, it hits you. It, yeah, yeah. I, that's kind of what I'm getting. So at, there, yeah. there was a song I heard, and I'm like, what song is that? And spot, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple songs at you. You play a little bit, and you tell me if if you could see where it would hit you. Or you're like, no, nope, lame. Take that YouTube bot, uh, John Prine. I remember everything. P R I N E. John Prine. I remember everything. I heard this song. I heard this and I'm like, geez. Are these all from This Is Us? No. Okay. I've been down this road before. Never heard the song in my life. I remember every tree. Sounds sad, though. It sounds like something from This Is Us. Holds a special place for me. 
remember every damn and the song just hits. Well, it also depends where you are in life, right? Yeah. Like anything will start making you think like of your a, kid or you're something. You're at a very reflective point in your life. Yeah. That's what this it makes you me. reflect. That's what the song tells me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I was at, I was at, um, what was I? I was eating with Melody somewhere. And I heard this Tame Impala song. Probably tequila. It was called Elephant. I'm like, what is this song? I like it. Yeah. It was, a, they play videos at tequila. And they, and I was like, what is this? It was Shazam. Oh, why is this? This song sounds cool. Who is it? And I'm like, oh, I like Tame Impala. I know them. No oh, rhyme or reason. But that's a special category yeah. in itself, Rich. I know this song. Do you? Elephant. Yeah. Todd Rundgren did a version of this. Or they did it with Todd Rundgren. I'm not trying to give a cool answer. I played Saturday Sun. I don't think that's a cool song. Sometimes you'll hear a song, and I think it's like the vibe they're trying to capture in that song that resonates with you because it's like, Kind of how you. I mean, feeling. some some are songs that there there are some songs where I'm like, man, this song. You know, you were right when you said a lot of reflecting songs, a lot of songs that are like slower and just like I'll give you one that's a well known song, but it made it into my rotation lately as far as like just popping up, and so it goes by Billy Joel, which oh, I think you is know what one I heard by Billy Joel the other day. Songs. No, I had a I had a, I had a Bro, Billy Joel moment. God, I had a Billy Joel moment just the other day. I was like, I never really liked this song, but it's hitting me now as an adult. And I'll tell you what it is after this. Are we taking a break? Really reflective song. You yeah. know the song? Reflect. You're a really emotional guy, bro. Yeah. yeah. Is there something going on you want to yeah. talk about this? No, I could. It's always stuff no, like nothing, this. With nothing's Rich. going on. Nothing bad re- about it. Reflecting. He's reflective. But this song by Billy Joel to me is just such a beautiful song. And he's a beautiful man. Very reflective. So I feel song. like you're like That's your feelings song. are this next level. Off, uh, what album? Oh, Stormfront. Yeah, yeah, it was one of his later good songs. Yeah. He put it up there with like Down Easter Alexa and the, the very few the good Billy album. Joel songs later. Make me miserable. I go to extremes. Yeah, really no, you know what I heard the other day? Same album as this. Here, here's Same the here's the beauty Easter. of yeah. and I don't want to give serious right, examples. Down Easter really Alexa. This song slaps. I think it's one of his. Greatest but weakest but greatest songs. It's a great song. The beauty of decade channels is not only the nostalgia and the reminiscing they provide, but sometimes there were songs like you ought to know, right? There's songs that There's that a- didn't resonate with you then that might resonate with you now because mm-hmm. you're an adult and you're in a different place and life has happened that you can now appreciate it. And maybe I'll give you another example. Maybe you still don't really like the song that much, but yeah. just for nostalgic reasons alone, you respect it. So, like, for example, like, I hated Chumbawamba. <laughs> What's the name of it? I Tubs get knocked down. I still hate that song. I still hate that song. it, right? I hate it, yeah. It's a fucking corny song that was, like, anti-everything I believed in growing up, right? Like, fuck that corny Chumbawamba horse shit. I can't even, like, imagine myself liking a band named Chumbawamba. But for nostalgic reasons alone, that's it takes funny. me back to a time where I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that was my generation of going out and having fun. Same with Len. Steal My Sunshine? Like, fuck this corny ass bullshit. Nirvana! Len? Steal My Sunshine? Steal My Ball Sack? Fuck that band! I hear that song. I felt the opposite of you. I was like, I was like, ooh, Len, Steal My Sunshine. Nirvana? Oh, no, not Nirvana. Like, Alice in Chains a little too heavy for there's me. There's no big surprise yeah. to that, right? Yeah. That just is yeah, what it just, is. Yeah. But for nostalgic reasons alone, Butter tarts, right? 
Kevin Cederholm? What did they say in the beginning of that show? Does Salt? he like butter tarts? Does he like butter tarts? Game of Horseshoes. I don't know, whatever they say. It's wrong song. Yeah, I know. That's but for nostalgic reasons alone, I could put up with the fun, nostalgic vibe of, of Len Steal My Sunshine. Now, decade channels, because they play older songs, you'll hear something that you didn't like then. You feel different about it. I heard some Billy Joel. I never really liked the song, but now I do. Don't forget your second win. It's a good song. Bam, better than it. Sooner or later, you'll get your That's a fucking great song, man. I never cared about it. What song is that? Don't forget your second wind. I don't think that's the name of it, but I don't know. But it's. I'm like, oh, this song hits. I never cared about this song, and I like it now. I don't know what's the name of that song. They were playing it on. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's you're only human. Nina Black. You're only human. You're only human by Billy Joel. It's a great song, man. So. Songs hit you different. There's a lot of songs I didn't like then that I like now. A lot of them. Oh, you, you, you've said this many times. It's a common trend where Kavino, 20 years later, you're like, yo, I didn't like it, but now I do. You're allowed to. My movie example is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, speaking of Johnny Depp on his birthday. Hated it when <clears> it came <throat> out. Grumpy. This is a good song. Don't forget your second win. I was like, yeah, fuck that. This is, uh, I'm not at my peak yet. There you go. But you know what? I, uh, I feel, like, go, I feel like Joel. someone like Billy Joel, like a legend like that, you go through your phases of your it's favorites. It's all right. It's all right. There's a... There's a... There's the a cl- coming in hard today. There's a classic Billy Joel song mm-hmm. that, again, it was one of those It was never my favorite, and I hear it a lot now and I throw it in the mix, but... You notice 80s on 8 ignores Uptown Girl? They do. I, I noticed that. Yeah. Like, that was a big that song. monstrous. Big monster video. And by the way, used never in... Never hear uh, it. Used in The Boys. Season three, Uptown Girl. By the way, I want to talk about the boys because oh they've got viral. Don't. You know please that? Don't. They've gone viral. Please well, don't. For a very good reason. Oh, yeah. We got to acknowledge it. Lots of penis? If we don't acknowledge it, no, no, no. no not, penis is no, involved. No, no. no but if we don't acknowledge it, we're not on the mark. Did Homelander no. like. No, no. We'll, we'll explain. Okay. I'll say um, but the no, song. No, because now you're going to give something away. And the you're Billy, always giving the away Billy, spoilers. The Billy Joel song. Yeah. Which um, one? That I'm like, yo, that song. It, like, there's certain songs that hit later. Summer Highland Falls. I gotta hear. Is it another like piano sad song? There's no. um, It's just a really great song, and I'm like, it's one of those like, yeah, because when we were kids, it wasn't Uptown Girl or it wasn't uh, Piano Man. That you you sort of like, yeah. Like I know Spot loves Vienna. You're in a different place. This song is great to me. Summer Highland Falls. Turn this up. Vienna's his most beautiful song. It's so beautiful. You know the song. I don't know the song. You know, yeah. He plays it at every concert, but when the lyrics kick in. Billy Joel? Billy Joel's hot. <laughs> I don't think I know this song, man. Really? Oh, what's a good one? Put it on your list. It's not. I know. Well, that's the beauty of, yeah. of music. Um, Again, like you could just be in a different place in your life. And all of a sudden, you do like that song that you didn't like as much. And that's the beauty of these playlists and, and these decade channels. And if you hear me on Turbo every night, my, my example all the time, I say the same shit all the time, is Taproot Mine. Taproot Mine was a f- song that I fucking was like, yeah, whatever. 
And now I love yeah. that song. You know, you might not know it. I'm just saying that's my example for the person that does. So the end, that's music talk. Yep. What, what do I want uh-huh. you to get out of this? Alanis Morissette is by far, you can't change my mind, the most powerful song of the 2000s. Of that of the 90s, 90s yeah. era. You know, impactful, yeah, Nirvana. Powerful, she fucking slayed that. That was her That was, that her, was moment. her moment. And she did it. And she rocked it. And Taylor Hawkins on the drums. Rest in peace. Rock in peace, bro. Um, that shit was awesome. To play a company man for a company that no longer wants me. Uh, Sirius yeah. XM has <laughs> the channel that I've been on since I can't listen to Pop Rocks anymore. For reasons. The 80s, 90s, 2000s pop mashup extra channel is fantastic. Oh, really? 80s, it, 90s, 2000s pop mix? 80s, 90s, 2000s pop mix. And it like it hits the best songs from each of those decades, and like there's never a skip for me. It's just it's, oh wow, it's it's the best. I will say this: Sirius XM, who still pays us, so I'm very thankful for that. They've stepped up. They've opened up their playlists and their deep cut channels and things like that for people who are like, man, it's the same shit over and over. It's really not anymore. It's really they've opened up their shit a lot, and there's so many avenues and options where you could hear some shit you haven't heard in a minute. So they do a great job of curating music for you so you don't have to. Homer hit us up saying, mine was Mr. Jones by the Counting Crows. I hated that corny song growing up and then found myself reminiscing and loving it when I was sitting by a fire on vacation. Because for nostalgic reasons alone, I didn't like that song either. But I like it now more than some newer shit because at least it connects with me because it was a part of our youth. Yeah. So, you know, there you have it. Right now, to end the music thing because we got other things to Mm -hmm. get to, but... Give me one or two current songs where you're like, yo, you're feeling it. It could be corny. It could be cool. Like, what are you currently feeling? Currently. That's Current. a there's two, great question. There's two, songs that I, there's two songs that I'm currently feeling. I need one. Like the, I like Tame Impala a lot. I think they're cool. Um, but go ahead. You got your answers. Yeah, I, I got it. two. I heard a song the last couple of days on The Pulse and Hits One. And it's a slow song, but I feel like your daughter's going to love it too. Spot, play Mimi Webb Goodbye. It's about of like a relationship breakup. And I just feel like it's one of those songs that you, you're in this like nostalgia, even though it's a new song, like you're in this mood and I feel like you're going to love it. Well, why are we in this mood? Throwback Thursday, last day of school. It's like a breakup song. And I'm like, it's a great song. I guarantee kids are going to love this. It's going to be a huge hit, I think. Never know if they're putting on a voice or if that's how they sound. Me too. But this is like one of those like I guarantee kids are gonna love it. So you can stop it, spot. It's it's sad and slow, but I can Mimi, see Mimi the, uh, Webb goodbye feel for sure. Feel like she's getting bigger. And there's a song that I want to play on repeat when I'm sitting in the pool in the backyard having a drink. Yo, when you skip back a song. You're feeling that shit, and that's that's the Alanis moment I had the other day. It's like my kids with uh, Disney songs. Again, Dad! Oh, yeah. Emmy, Emmy. Love is an open door. <laughs> again, uh, she'll, yeah, she'll go, I, Alexa, play Frozen again. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So, yeah, love is an open door. That was that was a phase. Richard, are you going through something? <laughs> you seem very reflective. Um, very, I that's no, just, I just, that's the type of music I like. Very, um, very emotional. There, there's it's, a song. Did the, this Is Us finale really hit your heart? It, it did. Wait until this is Gus. Ends. Oh, oh my God. God. How does it end? Does he, sell, does he sell the, 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 the uh, gyro stand? 
But they got Yanni's on the soundtrack though, and yeah, he plays yeah. this fucking yeah, yeah that emotional scene. I heard this. I heard the finale is live at the Acropolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a song. I mean, it's not. Oh, Glenn Medeiros is also providing some of the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, when they go to Mykonos. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. This is Gus. It's, it's pretty Gus. cool to see it's on the uh, Greek Channel. Pretty cool to see Marie Menounos having a cameo on the show. Yeah, right. yeah, it was nice. Melina Kanakaridis. There was a. There's a song. It's not new. It's it's months old now, but. Yo, talk about a summer vibe song that I'm surprised it's not a number one song by now, but Ed Sheeran and Camila Cabello, Bomb Bomb. It's spelled Bam Bam, but it's Bomb Bomb. Yo, I feel like bam, bam. if you're sitting in the pool, chilling out, the ocean, but you're surfing now. you know this song. This song is catchy as fuck to me. I'm allergic to pop music right now. We were kids at the start, I guess we're ah, socks. We all go through phases. Fast forward a little bit, spot. Get it to like the middle. I'm sure by summertime, yeah. when you're out and about, you're gonna hear the song. Yeah. I'm just not at that point yet. No. I can't see myself jamming out to this on the beach. For the most part, I like you. Wait till Ed Sheeran kicks in. He's like fucking G. I am. I got sexist taste. Good for you. You found something that makes you happy. It's all we ask for in life. Doesn't spark my happiness. Sounds fun. Sounds fun for you. I'll take it. Ed Sheeran, bro. I like Dirty Rotten Biscuit. Dirty Rotten Biscuit's my new favorite song. I, I, I narrowed it down for you. There you go. Dirty Rotten Biscuit. Is that on the uh, Beavis and Butthead soundtrack? No, that's on no. the New Limp Biscuit. I yeah. fucking love it. What is it? Dirty, Dirty Rotten Biscuit is so good, dude. Is it I fucking spelled love it. Like Biscuit? Yeah. Okay. It's, that's my new favorite song, I think. Sure it is. I'm not, this isn't just my cool answer, because most of you think it's corny. I fucking love it. Can I go back to Bomb Bomb? How could you not think this is cool? I love this whole album. No cap! Somebody gotta give it to me! Loud, loud. No cap. Right now. All right. I hope people have learned so much about all three of us today. There you go. Yep. I got, uh, got the, you know, taste. That's it. Different taste. Yes, taste. So, a few shout-outs and shout-outs before I forget. Tastes Very like important. Chocolate starfish. Oh, he gives a lot. He has a whole song about like kissing his starfish. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> That's his taste. Yeah, it's great. All right, so shout-out to Emily. Emily, happy birthday from Kevin Cedarhome. Kevin to Emily. On behalf of the CNR show, we wish you the happiest of birthdays. Hope you have a great weekend, great night, a great day. Kevin loves you, and we love you and Kevin. Thanks for all your support. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Dildo Baggins to Emily. <laughs> I wanted to separate it if yeah. they want to capture that. Yeah. What's up, Dildo Baggins? Yeah, yeah. Brian in Connecticut. Something about his profile picture stands out to me. He looks hap- like a happy, nice guy. Yeah. So I want to shout him out. When I see his face, I'm like, looks like a happy guy. And it says something about your profile picture. Maybe I should. I'm scuba diving in mine like this. 
<laughs> so, but you know what? When I see Brian in Connecticut, if I showed you his face, you'd be like, yeah, he looks like a nice guy. Yeah. That's Some like, people look not nice. Wait, that your, your photo is you scuba diving? Yeah. Snorkeling. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. I, honestly, it looked like some sort of abstract art. I didn't even notice that. What? Really? Yeah. So keep in mind, everyone's profile picture is something they have specifically chosen to be their profile picture. Oh my god! Because so I always think I just never, wanted to switch it. I up. never looked at it big. I didn't realize that it was. Yeah, it's used. Well, you know what? You just told me, Spot. Most people don't. I just thought it was rock horns. I didn't even see your face. I didn't even see yeah. your face. It looked, ab- it looked like underwater picture. Yeah, no, but but it, it like looking fast. It looks like rock horns, but like I don't know. And you guys are my co-hosts, and I you did, didn't yeah. even know I, what I the just fuck didn't, it was. I didn't recognize it. Like, there's our fr- our friend Laura that we work with at Sirius XM. Like, what's going on in her profile picture? Like, is she underwater or something? Like, a lot of times you're like, what is that picture? But Brian in Connecticut, shout out to you. Thank you, Alejandro, Bobby, Casey. Caleb, all the Jose's out there. A lot of Jose's. All the Carlitos. Thank you guys for oh. listening. And shout out to our family, our family, for all your support. And thanks again for all your subscriptions, guys. Damn. So those are my shout outs to give. What do you, uh, you know what? I there, there's, there's someone that has a, a pretty fun take, and I wanted to give him credit because everyone loves to love him or hate him. Spot, I sent you a clip. Now, yesterday, game three of the NBA Finals. Is that a four clip? Brian in Connecticut. I know. He, he looks so happy. I like, I like nice face. I, I feel like even it's if he writes showing. something, even if he wrote something rude, I'd be like, oh, he's just busting balls. He's funny. Oh, he yeah, look happy. That guy's always funny. Yeah, he does look happy. I know, I know friendly. That guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, that guy. He deserves funny. a shout out. Happy profile picture. Hey, look at this. You want to know more about Brian? Yeah, let's hear him. Yeah, let's hear about him. First, Dan Black Belt. And Shotokan. Is it for, it's a black belt? Really? Oh. BJJ martial arts practitioner. Fight enthusiast. Black belt. Even... You know who else is a black belt? The dude in uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> Murray. Murray. Yeah. Murray's a black belt. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I think we need can to I pay show, closer attention to what... I'm just going to show it. Yeah. 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 See? He looks happy. He's a nice guy. The guy in the back looks happy. Familiar face. He's a first Dan black belt in Shotokan <laughs> BJJ. Honestly, he looks happy. It's funny because that's how we associate people. If you get anything out of this, it's like you recognize people's face that way. And then you meet him in person. You're like, oh, you're th- you're that guy. Oh, happy face guy. Yeah. Kristen's yeah. a second degree black belt in BJ. But thank you. Thanks for all your feedback, guys. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> so yesterday, game three of the NBA Finals. I'll be honest. I casually watched the second half. I was, I was busy. I was busy. Busy doing what? Having a fucking sweet barbecue. I made my overpriced skirt steak. And we did uh we did corn on the cob. And it was funny watching Ben try to figure out how to eat corn on the cob because he was watching us and he's like, What do I do? Did you tell him the rules? But when you eat it, you don't say goodbye. You say see you later. Because corn doesn't really digest. Oh yeah. See hey, see you later. (laughs) See you in a diaper tomorrow. No, uh, but not goodbye. It's see you later. See you later, corn. And then I realized my obsession with sweet corn a couple of years ago has oh come back because oh, now Jesus that Christ. I now that I had it for the first time this summer and you're playing so well today, you got to bring that be, up. Be careful! What's the price of corn? Uh, three for two dollars. That's pretty, expensive. which is expensive because I remember talking about a few years ago. I remember I was like, and they're only like thirty cents each. Yeah, so three for two dollars. Mm, Rich is on Corn Hub again, but uh, <laughs> Corn Hub. Let me tell you, I could house five. I could house five corn on the cobs. 
but it's so good. So last night, skirt it's, steak. It's weird how you deep throat it, though. Yeah, that's not how you use it. You're a 75 value. Oh, you I don't you didn't teach Ben that. You don't put weird, it, your weird method. You don't put the corner of the cup all in your mouth and go and pull it out. Like my I brother, can. Like my brother eats a chicken wing. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Oh no, but corn on the cob and skirt steak. I don't know what about that combo. It's a combo that There's so many other corn cuts on of meat the cob and skirt steak. Try that's tip. your that's that your was a, that was a good t- that was a go to last night. It was it was fantastic. That's your peanut butter and jelly. What do you mean that's my like peanut butter? Like good. your that's your combo. Uh, as of yesterday, mm-hmm. I mean I try and it just I'm I think, saying I think corn goes with mashed potatoes. Oh, and it then does. You mix them together. Oh, that's a good combo. I used to have a little song for that. My sister yeah. Dawn knows. That's a good song. I used to sing, I like my mashies mixed with corn. Yeah, But no, corn co- and skirt steak. Corn and skirt steak was the big dinner the last night. That was, doodle, that was a good household tradition. A little good barbecue last night. Ain't a little, I'm sorry, that. grilling. Ain't nothing wrong with um, that. Grilling. I don't care about rich grilling. Now, I only, I only watched... Uh, I only watched the second, eh, maybe like the second half, <laughs> fourth quarter so of the funny. NBA yeah, this was. of the NBA finals. <laughs> I was so and I really thought Golden State was going to win. Is and it sports? I, I'm not, well, no, it's not. Third quarter? No, third quarter? Sure? Is it yeah, sports? That's not. Sure? Uh, okay. I was not going to. I'm not buying into. I, I guess I'll finally buy into the Celtics when they win the NBA title. Then I'll be like, oh, I guess I was wrong. Well, I, I saw someone on our social media page. It's like things you can count on. It was like, you know, death, taxes, and the Golden State Warriors outscoring in the third quarter. And it's like, yeah. They were getting beat the whole game. Came yeah. back, actually went ahead in the third quarter. Yep. So you're like, oh, here they come. Here they come. But you thought they were going to win it once yeah, they took the lead. But I, I think they I, only led by one, though, right? Yeah, but I, I I, still thought going into the series, I'm like, yeah, I think Golden State might win in four or five. They're down 2-1 now. I did not see that coming. But, you know, I'll believe in the Celtics when it's too late, when they win the NBA Finals. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess they're pretty good. That team's well-rounded. They play tough there. Dude, they play a very athletic game of basketball. Yeah, I feel like this the Golden State Warriors play a very finesse game. Wait, when, there's, when there's like turnovers or loose balls, I almost feel like you could uh, loose balls. I can almost guarantee that the Celtics are coming up with it. Like they they hustle, they play hard. Uh, <laughs> You're right. They said loose balls. Sometimes Shit. you could like, argue. This guy can't keep balls out of his mouth. You could argue uh, that talking balls again. You could argue that outside of Draymond, <laughs> that team's a little too finesse, not enough tough. And. Draymond Green, who was getting taunted last night, he's such a polarizing guy. Do you hear the whole crowd? F you, Draymond. Even Clay Thompson was saying, like, yeah, real classy Boston. It's like, what do you expect? It's Boston. What do you expect from Celtics fans? Yeah, exactly, man. They're fired up. Hey, fuck you, Draymond. Hey, fuck out of here. Hey, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. What was that comment? Fuck out of here. That our buddy left on Twitter. Like, people from Boston are the type of people that you give them the finger and they catch you at a red light, they're getting out of the car, something yeah. like that. It's true. Hey, fuck you, Draymond. <sighs> something like that. But a F great you, game. Yeah, F you, Draymond. But it made me think of... Draymond is a big... Made me think of something Draymond said the other day. because He's very popular in the sports player podcasting world and there was speculation is this podcast distracting him? And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Me talking for an... No, it's not distracting. So he shut that down real quick. But he said something at a press conference. And I usually like to jump on the let's bust Draymond's balls bandwagon because he's sort of a polarizing guy. Uh, he's talking bald again. Yeah. Draymond Green. <laughs> this guy loved the ball. Had a great point spot about how we glorify the past. And he is so dead 
on. He must listen to Cavino and Rich. He is so dead on. Oh my God. The, I mean, JJ Reddick should go and jerk each other off. What's wrong? They played a different game. No, no. You got to acknowledge the past. Draymond. And JJ Reddick is a little snarky. Him and Mad Dog Russo, I feel like eventually they're just going to have a, they're going to start wrestling. <laughs> hey, put him up, buddy. <laughs> but Draymond brings up a point we talk about all the time. Madison Bumgarner single-handedly won the World Series like six years ago. Yeah, yeah but we're like, Don Larson, perfect game. Babe Ruth. Well, we fucking got Otani now. But we we love to glorify the past. Tom Brady still gets comparisons like Joe Montana, who he's so much better than, and I'm a Montana guy. We love to glorify the past. It's obvious, every sport. We love to talk about how soft guys are now. Meanwhile... These guys today would whoop the guys in the past. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're smarter players. But PJ Reddick made one good point. They're playing within their rules. Yeah, well, listen. To, it's yeah. a different game. Well, listen to Draymond. He talks about this at the NBA Finals at a press conference, and I thought it was great because everyone loves to talk about how back in the '80s or so, everyone was like really tough and they they fouled hard and they were tough and now everyone's a big pussy listen to draymond and this is so up our alley of yeah glorifying the past everybody glorified geez you got a spot i'm looking for it i I posted i sent it to you I i sent it to cnr show and uh it's the i believe the instagram i got it sorry the instagram is it the Instagram one? No, oh, I think the Instagram oh, one no, might be uh, Deep Throat Girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're talking about Deep Throating Corn? Do you want to see oh, this girl first? No, it's deep the Twitter one. No, it's the Twitter one. I got it. Uh, no, but before, we, before we play the drama clip, we were talking about Deep Throating Corn on the Cobb. Did you see Deep Throat Girl? All right, I'll play Deep Throat Girl first. My wife sent me this. She's like, this girl, how does she not worry about like dying? This girl deep throats a stick of butter and swallows it. You, did you see this? So no. she didn't deep throat a stick of butter. She ate an entire stick of butter. Yeah, but in deep throat fashion. It's labeled the new girl decided to break the ice with a new this trick. Is, uh, is that the new line you're wearing this summer? Yeah. This deep is, throat uh, fashion. Yeah. Pa- this is Paula Dean's origin story. Look, look at this. A random watch. You totally got it. Whoa. Oh, damn. No way. Oh, my God. Ugh. Wow. Does anyone have her number? Is she a little person? She's got a little person head. Oh, that's hot. Barf. Did she say, let me take the rest? Oh, man. Deep throat, a fucking stick of butter, her, and, then sw- and then swallow it. I need her number. Like I said to Sarah, go, imagine she died. Imagine she choked. And it's like, yo, how'd Barbara die? Uh, you know, try to deep throat a stick of butter as a party trick. She ain't choking on anything. Jeez. With those skills. I was thinking like she had to have like a cup of boiling hot water close by that like, God forbid it like got stuck. She could well, try so to melt can, the butter or something. Like, then she, then she ate some lobster. She yeah, that's, like, uh, exactly. <laughs> barf, barf. Barf, barf is right. Um, Draymond. <laughs> is a B. This is the most sense Draymond Green has made in a long time. He's a smart well, guy. One thing that baffles me about the 80s or the 90s or whatever you want to call when basketball was so much more physical. Right, Tom Cruise was and so some of the guys that be talking weren't the guys that was punching people. You know, like, like they, they, they act like, you know, guys was just walking around the court like, I'm, hit, I'm hitting this guy in the nose. 
there were a few guys back then that would lay you out, that would knock you out, that would foul you and get thrown out the game, Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn. But everybody running around acting like they were that. Y'all were getting bullied. Like, like, and so it baffles me when every guy, just because they played in the 80s, uh, just because they played in the 90s, is like, man, if you played in our day, you get knocked out. Like, no, nah, not really, because it wouldn't be you. So, okay, you saying Rick Mahorn would have knocked me out. Rick Mahorn probably knocks you out. Like, Bill Lambeer probably lays you out. So were there enforcers of that time? Of course. Would they have knocked you out? Of course. Their fine was also $2. Like, you know, it's just not the same day and age. If I go knock somebody out, I probably get fined a million dollars. It's just, it just don't work the same. And so, you know, when guys get to making these comparisons or talking about, oh, if you played in this day and age, like, yeah. And if you played in this day and age, you would have had to be way more skilled than you were. And it's, it's, it's just different, you know? Like comparing, um, comparing the physicality to the game and everybody acting like they were just the most physical and brutal enforcers, it's like everybody acting like they shoot the ball like Steph Curry today. You know, it's like then it was physical. Now it's shooting. Everybody can't shoot the ball. Imagine me in 20 years, like, man, if you played in my day, you had to shoot. Like, there's a flip side to every argument. Uh, yeah, I, but, but he, what he's but saying is, flip side. what he's saying one, is, like, yeah, they, they also they, didn't get paid what these guys get paid. No, no. Number, number two, but they also didn't throw up threes. Like, everybody throws up threes. Yeah, of course people are hitting more threes. They're throwing up they're, way more they're, shots. They're more skilled. No, they're just, it's a different game. They played a, a more fundamental game back then. Hey, let me tell you, there's no way Draymond no Green plays for the Celtics. You know, back in the 80s. It would be a spot yeah, for him, right? So anyway, as Mad Dog was saying, but, but, but it's, but it's, it's a different game. Yeah, but it's so he's, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm saying there's an argument for both sides. Yeah, but I I, I will argue you that. You know what John Sally was saying? What? Yeah, Steph Curry. No, he's not the best shot. His dad was just as great of a shooter, he says. He's like, Larry Bird was a great three-point shooter. We just didn't throw up as many threes back Well, you should have then. It's just a different game. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you can't compare different so generations. Both right. This is when when people say different. when people say the NBA was tougher back then. That's the da- damn same stupid argument when people talk about, hey, uh, LeBron versus Michael Jordan, Tyson versus Ali. Hey, could the Babe Ruth have uh, hit off of Roger Clemens? It's bullshit to compare generations because. Agreed. They were, they they didn't have People the have bu- fun doing it. Dude, it's just it, but it is bullshit. guys back then didn't have the ball handling skills and the finesse and the shooting abilities the way they do now. Now you could say guys weren't tough now the way they were back then, but again, if Draymond pushes someone the wrong way, it's a technical ejection, huge fine. Back mm-hmm. then, if Bill Lambeer clotheslined you and almost took your head off, hey foul, take two shots, no fine. It was yep. a different game. So Draymond saying if the rules were still the same, maybe I would be clotheslining people. But I'm playing within the parameters of the game today. But you could say, eh, pitchers only go five or six innings now. They used to pitch a whole game. Well, you know what? They're playing within the parameters of what wins now. Hey, you know what used to mean a lot in baseball? Batting 300. You know what means more now? On-base percentage and war and, uh, you know, it doesn't you know, matter for a pitcher, whip. Like, all these things that analytics will tell you. Like you, There was guys that batted... A little over 200, but productive-wise, productivity-wise, are better than guys batting 290 that just didn't hit a lot of doubles. Joel 
wrapped it up perfectly. The science is different now for every sport. So to compare so generations? It's a different game. So when you do compare it, like I get it, people have fun doing those things. But it's like both sides have a point and nobody's really right. So, you know, but it, it makes me feel like when I see guys arguments. like, when I see guys that I respect, like Mad Dog Russo talking about like, he is my greatest guys of all time. And he picks out like white guys from the 60s. And I'm like, yeah, you th in that time, yes. But if you think that guy is more skilled or better than any NBA guy right now, if you think you took ah, Bob Cousy, you think Bob Cousy could fucking play against Steph Curry? Honestly. Steph Curry's not like some powerhouse, like dominant athletic force. But he's a finesse player. Yeah. My answer is yes. You think Bob Cousy? Okay. Yeah. My answer is yes. Um, again, I think the old guys get more credit for having fundamentals. They're just not as, at, they don't play um, as much of an athletic game. They played a physical game, not an athletic Bob game. Bob Cousy is shorter. Like Steph Curry's a little guy in the NBA. Yeah, He's still I mean. two inches so, taller than Bob Cousy. So to but say, I say, you don't think Deontay Wilder would murder a guy like Joe Lewis? Yeah, I do. Be Joe we Lewis evolved. Is, yeah, we evolved. We evolved. If you, if you, yo, you see what guys like Lawrence Taylor did to Joe Montana or quarterbacks like Theismann? But Kuzi's going way Ray, back. Ray Lewis may a lot have, of times Ray Lewis may have up, murdered them. They're bringing up a lot of a lot of times it's eighties, nineties guys. You know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, this, there's been a lot of contention in in generational basketball fans recently. Imagine if yeah, so, uh, there there are guys, Rashawn, I agree, like the Ray Allen's or Reggie Miller's, if they got the open looks that these guys get now and the oh, no yeah. the no hand checking and stuff. For sure. Agreed. But you're playing within your own rules. That's like saying when satellite radio came about and podcasting came about, there were no rules of censorship anymore. Like when we're on Fox, we play within the rules of terrestrial broadcast radio. When we're doing this or SXM, there's no FCC. You're playing within the rules you're given, right? So I think, yeah, Larry Bird was a great shooter. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking to Lonnie. When he brings up Steph Curry, I'm saying like, could he compete with him? Yeah, I think so, because I don't look at him as like a, an enforcer the way Draymond Green is talking about. Is he an amazing no, but, shooter, no, but great Bob, player? Bob yeah, Cousy wasn't an enforcer. I'm saying, you take a guy like Bob Cousy, some skinny, like frail, not muscular, six-foot white dude from 1960-something, and you pit, put him up against like a Steph or a Clay or a Damian Lillard or any of these guys, this guy would be, they would, he would get murdered. Well, Bob Cousy a, wouldn't stand the shot. So when guys like Mad Dog are like, best uh, point guard of all time, Bob Cousy. I'm like, Bob Cousy? Stop it, old guy. You sound stupid. The, the best testimonial. That Joe Lewis would beat Deontay Wilder. Yeah. The, the testimonials that resonate the most with t me. Tell me that Otto Graham is more athletic than Lamar Jackson. Because I'm reading <laughs> a lot sports. of feedback. I'm reading a lot of feedback about, you know, people bring up Larry Bird and yeah. his shooting, right? When I hear like guys like Gary Payton or anybody, like yeah. Gary Payton most recently. That's close enough though. What? As far as to like current day. Oh, yeah, when they talk when about they old talk people. About how fucking great Larry Bird is and was. I think though, he's getting his due a little now. Yeah, to be honest. it's just so cool to hear because especially when it's coming from the brothers for real because it's a brothers game. It really is. It is. I mean, let's be honest about white it. White guys got it. It's, it's one of the few places where white guys oh, get yeah. no credit. But when you see like these brother guys who are like, who, like are bowing to like yo for real Larry though, Bird. Larry Bird was fucking nasty. Like he was the real deal, and this is what he would do. 
And he would like call your shit out. Like, here's what I'm doing. I'm gonna dribble here. I'm gonna fucking go there and shoot it in, yeah. in your face and embarrass. This story's you. like Larry Bird. Yeah. To, like, I think I Gary heard someone Payton recently. recently. Was, was Gary like, Payton like, Yo, Larry Bird walked up to me. He's like, Tonight, I think I'm gonna put 43 on you. Yeah. And he scored 43. Like, when so, <laughs> you hear those stories, man, it's like, fuck, that's pretty cool, man. You got to give him and like ugly as could be. Yeah, and and Chris Goofy Frey brings up a good point. Be. Like that dude was nasty. Chris man. Frey uh, said this. I also heard that Larry Bird would get mad if the other team had a white guy guard him. <laughs> like, like how dare really? like, how are you serious like how the the Gary. way that people describe his game really is so convincing to me like he's one of the i mean we all know this right i'm just saying but when you hear the testimonials and hear the truth and the trash talk that he would give oh, yeah. but back it up you know what it's like you're like wow that, this dude was on, on nasty a, on a way less on a stories. way lesser level i love hearing it on a way lesser level transporting let's say the current you know why we're hearing it too though Boston Celtics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, because they're a, so a dynasty. We're, right. We're yeah. seeing a lot of that now. They're, they could be winning another, you know, mm -hmm. NBA leading, what, almost twenty titles. So, to take the the current Celtics or Golden State Warriors team and transport them in time to let's say nineteen sixty something, they would murder that Celtics team. That everyone's like that because these guys could be tough if they wanted. If Draymond was able to play under the rules of then they'd murder him. That would be the same way as sending someone back in time with today's military advancements to like fight in world war one. You we've evolved as humans, technology training. Look at how some of these guys look physically. I try to think about it. Look at the bald hand. Naturally skilled spot like perspective. You Find know? a 1960s basketball clip real quick, uh, quick and watch how they dribble the basketball and tell me that they have a handle on the basketball and the ability to move the way a current NBA player could just. Well, look at him, 1960s. A, a, guy, a guy could dribble through other guys' legs and it's just as normal now for guys to just dribble like the, their ball handling skills. <laughs> ball handling is insane. Back then, guys were dribbling like. This guy won't stop. <laughs> yeah. He handles balls. You know, Chris, the interesting thing to me is we see Hawkins get the tip and drive down. 69. 69. versus Lakers. They're very fresh. They're playing. Well, Boston won game three. Game, game four is Friday. So enjoy that. I don't want to get sports nerdy here. We can save that for a behind the velvet rope. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. So, hey, hope you're enjoying it. It is the NBA Finals. I just thought, I just thought it was, it's, it's about sports. That, yes, it's, it's about generational. How we love, to do, we love to do that in everything. We're like, oh, back in the day. Was back in the day that much better? Or do you just have fond memories of it? And like, if you're trying to tell me, it, it, it could do any sport or music or anything. You're trying to tell me that some 80s guitar player was better than some young kid slaying it now? Yeah. No, it's Eddie just. Eddie Van Halen is the best. The best. Because that's what you think. No. Because he was an innovator. Anyone else is just copying him at this point. So. I agree. Modern day players in any sport versus guys like 30, 40, 50 years ago would be like the Harlem Globetrotters versus the Washington. The Washington. Uh, what were they? Generals. The generals. Yeah. So congrats to the Boston Celtics. They won after the Golden State Warriors came back in the third quarter. They sort of took control again in the fourth. They won 116 to 100. Game four Friday. We got a series. That was a must win for the Celtics. And if they really want to stick Ooh. it to them, they win that next game. Stick man. it to the man. Then they could relax just a little bit. A little bit. Just a I mean, I don't think you could take your foot off the pedal with the Golden State Warriors, no. but 
Hey, we got a series now. Hey, you hey, know who's uh, Rando News? You know who's getting married today? Maddied, maddied, maddied. Britney Spears getting married today. Good for Britney Spears. Britney Spears getting married. Get hey. married. Yeah, start, sorry, Rando News of the day, Spotty. Brought oh, to you by D's Nuts and shop.cavinoenrich.com. We just new summer line coming soon. Can we admit that last? Sorry to promote Edward. Edward's mad when we promote things. Sorry who's, about who's that. Who's Edward? Man. Edward Scissordick. Some, some fucking guy. So thanks for your subscription, but he doesn't like when we promote things. Yeah, but you know, I I, so, I thought about what you said last night to me. Don't worry about it. We're getting into random news. No, no, no. But you were saying there was some like jerk off haters like that were arguing on, on social media or something. And I'm thinking go. to myself, Let no, but go. I'm thinking to myself, Let it go. even in our little bubble here of Kavino Rich on Patreon, where there's thousands and thousands of people supporting us, there's like 10 guys that are like disgruntled, like fuck these guys. Like then you talk about like, you really are. It's it's, it's a business, me, though, dude. Yeah, it's but not ten guys. Ten guys is is you know turns into twenty guys. Turns into another ten guys. Thirty, forty, fifty. No, if there's a, if there's know. a guy that's like, yeah, Kavino Rich are uh, promoting stupid shirts and uh, they're, 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 I I don't know. To me, there's plenty of people that never ever chime in and they listen and enjoy what we do and we appreciate that. I look you, at it like you go to a restaurant, they tell you the specials. Otherwise, how would you know? I mean, yeah, but, but I guess I'm wrong. Uh, no. So anyway, spotty random news of the day. Not sports, right? Uh, no, I'm done with sports. So that was sports. That was sports. <laughs> Unless you want to acknowledge that nasty Nestor's Linsanity streak ended yesterday. Oh, oh he got beat up. Yeah, uh, he got, he, got nasty he didn't get shellacked, but they took him out. He let up four <laughs> runs. Ooh. First time he let up four runs. Oh, so his record's done. Yeah. The twins. Oh. They're a good team. They won yesterday. You so jinxed them. Nasty Nestor. You jinxed them. You, you said just the other day on Fox, you said, Nestor Cortez, 18 games in a row with three or less runs. The minute you say that, the next I game. I didn't jinx them. I mean, it's a stat. It's no, all you, over. No, you jinxed them, bro. It's not, not the stat. That's just all over social media. All right. Well, if you want one more sports story. Um, uh, that, no, no, that that is funny because it has to do with music to tie it together. Yeah. Sports. I have to. I made the intro. Sports. It's always sports. In an attempt to break their losing streak, in an attempt to stop the bleeding, as they say, the, the California Angels spot have lost, I think, what, 14 games in a row now or 12 games in a row? Every player walked up to a Nickelback song. <laughs> they tried to break their, they tried to break their negative streak, and I'm, I'm looking at a clip now where it's like, Otani's walking up to photograph. They're all walking up. They said, let's go all Nickelback tonight. Let's try to break the streak. And they still lost. Ah, so, that would have so been cool yeah. if they won. If Nickelback had I broken the streak. I wasn't sure if they won or not. Nah, they lost. Well, that's a funny I, I'm, I'm bummed because I'm going to see the Mets Angels this weekend. And I feel like they can't keep losing. They're going to eventually have to win. Right? <laughs> well, in other rando news of the day, Bob Saget, rest in peace. His LA home in Brentwood is now for sale. $7.765 million, which is a sad thought. Yeah. 6,600 square foot Brentwood home for sale. It's just a sad thought because I actually had this thought last night. That's why I can't sleep. That's why I look so tired. That's why people say, you look tired as hell, bro. I've thought about how tired you look. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about like, Look at the bags under those just, eyes. Just think of uh, like your random uncle. Yeah, I don't want to wish any harm to anybody. Your random uncle passes away, right? Who's really in that much contact with your random uncle? Who has to deal with all his shit? Somebody. Sarah's mom. Random uncle died. Sarah's mom had to drive to Illinois 
get a truck full of yeah. her brother. You know, it was her, it's her brother, but it was like not a close family member, but Sarah's mom's garage for months was like, what are we doing with you know, like Uncle Mitch's stuff? Or like, his uh, stuff. Yeah, like, right. And like, then it was like, hey, what relative wants this? What relative wants this? And that becomes, no, it was, honestly, it was months of yeah, yeah, but you, you realize life. that some people have a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my next door neighbor is using uh, my, my general contractor, Eric, the guy that did our house. Yeah. My neighbor was like, hey, do you, would you recommend your guy? I'm like, Eric happened to be here. I'm like, Oh, the neighbor, you know, get a little extra business for you guys. Her, sadly, my next door neighbor's old mother, who's like 90, who was like sick, is yeah. moving in. And like, we need to make room in the garage and for her stuff. They had what a, a burden. No, they had a truck of like, it's well, a burden. here's boxes of her old National Geographic and shit. I'm like, burden. oh my God. Burden. Like, all these people you see on American Pickers, I'm going to leave all this stuff for my family. You know, I've been collecting for years and I, hey, I got all these signs. And burden. Oh. Burden, burden, burden. They don't want your fucking burden. Burden. That's what it is. I'm thinking about family members. They kick it. Burden. Whose burden is that? Whose burden is that? Whose burden is that? Oh. Bob Saget, rest in peace. No one expected that. <laughs> your sister wants but, to know, are you worried about un ending up with Uncle Joey stuff? I was. I was. I'm like, yo, whose burden is? God forbid. Something happened to Uncle Joe. Yeah. You know how much shit he has? Generations of shit. Generations of I, shit. I told you I had this Who sad. I, ends up with that burden? I had this sad revelation two times in my life. When my grandparents died and I watched my mom essentially clean out their house and realized that 80% of it was garbage. Yeah. And when, so when, Sarah's, parents, when Sarah's uh, best friend Julie, burden. when her father passed away, what a burden. she was left a with she was, she was left with his properties, sad. which was you know great for her future because she has properties now. But when well, I tell you, we knew someone who was going through this burden. But yeah, I mean, if it was if only, only someone, knew, if only someone here, like no, 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 no. oh, Spud, aren't you going through that? Oh, that's funny. You should bring that up, Rich. Yeah, I thought you did most of it already, or no? No, I have. There's so much still left to do, and it's it like I say to my siblings, like you were saying, like there's like 85 percent of his garbage. 85% of his garbage, but you have to go through 100% of it to make to sure find out to which find of it. You might find the one gem in a, in a, in a crate of old magazines old and people, garbage there, you know, it might be there a wedding photo or fucking cash and, hidden in a little thing. Yes, like, you don't know. And, no. and I have found both of those things in boxes of like, what should have just been picked up and thrown. Oh, uh, look, cycle. Ed's old boxer briefs from the nineties mixed wonder, in it. It's like your dad's birth says, certificate. What does it all mean? It's yeah. like, because now you're leaving someone else all this burden of your lifetime of shit. Even Bob Saget's stuff is garbage. Yeah, it's sad. It's just garbage. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So, hey, Bob Saget's house is for sale. Um, this is a story from... Who sent this, this one? Oh, Mauser. Remember Jar of Farts, girl? Jar yeah. of Farts. Wasn't that a song you liked? It was my wedding song. <laughs> is that Jar of Hearts or Farts? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Hearts. Jar farts girl. She made like two hundred thousand dollars in like a week or something. Yeah, like and that. then she had some intestinal shit, right? But part of it was like she she was eating lots of beans and gassy things to provide her with the ammo to fart in jars. But she was making lots of money. But ended up in the hospital, got sick. She's now evolved to a new business. So congratulations to Stephanie Mato. Mato. M a t t o. Tomato. Stephanie Mato. She now sells boob sweat. Oh, I should do that for the but, summer. But get this. She went from $1,000 a jar of farts to $500 a jar of boob sweat. Do you think any of our, our listeners would buy my boob sweat? So I just want to say, hey, it's congrats on your small business. Like, it, this it's worth I mean, the shot. I got some right now. I, I should see my pits every day. Will anybody buy my, my like 
coffee pit sweat. No, I don't think anyone wants that. I, I don't think that'll sell like this hot girl's uh, titty sweat spot. My titty Just sweat. Call me crazy. Oh, how about my my loose gut flap fold sweat? Would anybody buy that? Goo. Okay. Goo. No. My sweat. My nope. My belly goo. Hey, I, let me. Uh, you said beans. Uh, let me. Let me take it down to your level. My belly button lint. Will anybody buy that? No. no. Let me take it down to your level of uh, of intellect. Mine too. You said beans. Beans. Sarah said something the other day when Emmy was eating a little bean, a little bean burrito thing. Steve Cobino. She said beans. Beans. They're good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. Is that what you said? You made that up? I just did. That's good, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> What Spacha said. So bad. What Spacha said you was. You ever heard that? What Spacha said was the. Of course, the, dude. Oh. Yeah. What, what Spacha said was what I jokingly said to Emmy, but I didn't say that whole thing. I said, beans, beans, Emmy. Good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. And Sarah's like, do you mean beans, beans, the magical fruit? The more you eat, the more you, you toot? toot. I'm like, yeah. what? That's, that's like when one. Kavino says 9090 poof poof. Like you, you speak in a different language to me. No, that's You've like heard really, that one? I see 9090 poof poof facetiously. Yeah. But, but have you ever heard that? Have you heard the yes, more you I've heard it? The yes. magical fruit, yeah, the more you I, eat, the more you toot. I was not raised that way. Right? I was I was raised with right, fart right, and mine? you yeah. know heart. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Toot. <laughs> Come on. Um, but I have heard that. Yeah. Um, Come, on. Come on. Let's see. I'm trying to put these in some sort of order. Oh, yeah, I mentioned this already, so I'll just say it again. A New Jersey parent was arrested after threatening to shoot up the school. Principal notified the cops. She was brought in. She was fighting with the principal. I'm going to come there and shoot up. Like, talk about, like, that's like bringing up a bomb after 9-11. Like, yeah, yeah what do you, was something wrong with you? Like, you don't bring, you don't say something like that, especially right now. And it happened in my hometown of Union, New Jersey. What so, the fuck is going on in New, I don't New, know. New Jersey? Thank you, Henry. You, you know, you know, I had a, I had a like stop my mom from talking at the airport. She went through the same she, like she, weird things. She went through like questionable things. She, yeah, she went through the the metal detector and the scanner and all that stuff. Yeah. And my mom was wearing, like you know, like a mom sweater where like within the sweaters like little sparkles, like little silver. It's like a silver sparkly like mom sweater, mm-hmm. and it kept going off. And they had to like do the little scan of her sweater. My mom was saying things like, what do you guys think? I have a bomb. I'm like, what the fuck? Sh- sh- stop. Right, Shut up. Right. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like what? what? How tone deaf could you be? Ma, Richie, to say I think you're going to shoot up school. Richie, I, I think they, th- they think I have a bomb. I'm like, mom, I mean, shut in your mom's up. defense, at least it's been a few years, you know? I'm like, come on. Jesus like, Christ. Fuck that lady. That's my hometown. It's embarrassing, man. Um, Oh, that is a funny story. All right. We mentioned the boys. I saw KFC Barstool bring this up because I don't watch the boys, but I have watched and I enjoyed it. It's fucking great. Apparently, it is. If you don't want any spoilers, great. Honestly, lower it for a second. Because when we saw crazy scenes on Pam and Tommy, we discussed it. They made. Did you just fart? This guy just fart, He just tooted. This guy. Beans, just, beans, beans, beans are good for your he heart. He looked at me. And to it, like, did you see what just happened? He I, looked I did not. me in the I, eye. I did not. He fucking gave his. I that did was not. the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. If you can rewind that shit, I I did not. you don't have to. I, I don't want to waste not. anyone's time. But this dude just looked me in the eye. And like, he said to me, are you going to call me out on this or not? And I did. I, I can't I, believe I, he, I have no clue what he you speak lifted of. A, he lifted cheek right here in my face. Take that. I can't believe you did that. Take that. You eating beans? You want to sell them? Put them in a jar? Yeah. There you go. 
There's Bottle a, this bad boy. Send it to that guy, Andrew. He, he spots old candle jars. Send it to Edward. Whoever. Send it to that Je- Jeff- Jefferson Richardson guy. I, I agree with uh, Franz. I give you a love toot. Can't believe love that you, just bro. happened. So, apparently, I'm going to paraphrase. If you don't want to fucking hear it, please just give me 30 seconds. 30 seconds now. Well, here's the crazy part. You didn't see what you're probably about to describe because I, I watched it. I, hi- I watched I the it. highlight. Reel. I watched it last night. So then oh, you Spot are, has the fart. Let's see here. Apparently, it is. If you don't want any spoilers, great. Honestly, lower it for a second because when we saw crazy scenes on Pam and Tommy, we discussed it. They made. Did you just fart? <laughs> this guy just farted. Just <laughs> this guy. Beans, just, beans, beans are good for your heart. Look, he me. looked at me and dared me. Like, did you see what He like looked at you in the eye. He full on stared at you and went up. He looked me in the eye and did it. That's the weirdest thing about yeah. it. Hold on, I gotta go back. It was the weirdest thing. It's like he didn't even try to play it off. That was weird, man. It's oh, like you I mean like you did, if people only yo, knew bro, what you but, did but behind I, the scenes. I don't look you in the eye. At Fox Sports Radio every in, Sunday, you're like, yo, guys. Look at Rich's yeah, intense bro, you stare. Looked me, you I look you in the right eye. Dead in the look eye. Look at Rich's intense stare and then look at his lift of his, it's his left cheek. I felt eye. weird about that. I because don't, when don't. we saw crazy scenes on Pam and Tommy, we discussed Here it. Here comes. They made. Did you just fart? <laughs> this guy just fart. He just tooted. <laughs> this guy. Beans, just, beans, beans, beans are good for your he heart. Looked at his <laughs> clear lift of your left cheek. <laughs> and not only that, it's like you're on the camera. It, how do you think? What a magical fruit. <laughs> How do I not acknowledge that? I mean, we're being it's filmed. Like, it's a clear uh, and blatant, just like, like. That shit a, made me laugh. Oh, wow. All right, good. Made me so laugh. maintained eye contact the entire time. That was weird, man. <laughs> it would be funnier if you didn't do that. It would be funnier It would be funnier if you didn't do that like every day of our lives. I don't look you in the eye. Like stare into your soul <laughs> while doing it. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, now it's some Stranger Things shit, man. I feel like you took over my body for a second. It was weird. <laughs> it really was. That was, was weird like, as hell, dude. Don't, do that. don't ever do that again. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. That's what it was, Spot. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, man oh, I feel disrespected now. Woo. So, all right, now if my mom's listening, people, anyone easily offended, or don't want to hear the spoiler of of stranger of um the boys. It. I'm leaving. I, we got to acknowledge it or else we're late to spot, the party. It's, but it's not it's plot gone viral. Related. It's not plot it's related. It's gone viral. It's on social media. People are talking about it. So we're not doing our job if we don't acknowledge yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's not plot related spot where you're not going to be like, now that you told me that, I know what character went rogue. Or I, It's not a plot line thing. It's more of a, Sarah and I looked at each other. Is this happening and on said, TV? Is, th- is this real? And then Sarah and I both then said, if we were watching this while high, we might have lost our mind right now. Is it Soldier Boy? No. What episode? Oh, this is season four, right? This is season the three. The backstory oh. was, what and I didn't know this. Give, this me, is, give me a search term. I'll give, I'll give an example, a courtesy of Penis. Barstool, KFC Barstool. He said there was a backstory of, they threw in the, in the writing session, they just threw it out there as a possible plot line where Ant-Man shrinks himself down. He crawls it. Into the butthole of the villain of the movie. I don't know who it was. And then grows to explode the villain. 
Right? That was something they tossed around. An Ant-Man? An Ant-Man. Ah, gotcha. As the legend goes, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm just repeating what I heard. Are you fucking shitting me? Is this real? So apparently the boys <laughs> made something similar an all actual right, you, reality. You've given pe- I, I watched it, so I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. I'm sure you, you, you've it. given people time to, if you don't want to hear this for now, I'm 30 the scene. seconds. Well, then so, you might as well not go on social media either. because I'm it's all showing the, the scene. So what happens is I'm showing the it. guy, okay. there, there's two dudes and they start, first of all, Sarah and I are watching the episode. They're lovers, right? And there's a dude, his superhero power that he could shrink down to like a little, little fucking size of a a action figure, like a little little bug size. And he could turn all different sizes because it opens with him fucking like a a Barbie doll. And everyone's like, yeah, look at him. Then they go to a room and you're like, oh, dude, he's gay because he's making out with some other dude. And the one guy's like, I want to be inside you. And Sarah and I said, Oh, we're going to see a little uh, little gay sex right out the gate. Episode one. Woo. Oh, this is the first episode? Season three, episode one. Oh, my God. So we're like, what the? What the? So the guy pulls down his pants. We're like, yo, he's going to. Wait a minute. Is he going to fuck the guy in the ass? Or is he going to shrink down and go inside the guy's ass? So we're, we start laughing. We're like, oh, my God. This is insane. What? And then she goes, oh, no. He's not going for the ass. The guy's standing there. I'm sorry, what? And all of a sudden, the little guy shrinks down to the size of a bug, crawls, jumps inside the guy's <clears throat> penis. As someone who's had a camera in their penis, this is not a pleasurable experience. Why is this happening? So he goes inside. The little guy shrinks down to bug size, jumps in his gay lover's penis. To please him. And right. then starts like rubbing the walls, and, and which is the inside of his penis, right? Please right. And then avert. No, let's don't even say it. Please avert your eyes. If you don't want to see it. If A, you don't want to see it. You don't want to see it because it's going to be disgusting. B, if you don't want to spoiler because it's going to spoil things. And it, it, it's really not a well, plot keep this line. In mind, though. It's is not this, a plot is line. Is this good TV or is it like, this, uh, this is, is it just, just so cheap that right. you're just the, trying the to show get. Is, the show is so good. And the show the show is so is good. beneath the show then to do no, something no, silly? No, the show, the show is over the top. But if you're watching the boys, you're about to see something. I think it's the best show on TV right now incredibly disgusting so please i'm giving you a trigger warning turn off the screen people are saying this is the lowest point of tv history maybe for like right, the just, next just play it. go ahead 40 play it. seconds just play it you've given people plenty of warning oh boy this is when he's already inside the penis sounds a little off yeah he's rubbing the inside of the guy's dress Oh no. He's going to sneeze. When he sneezed, he came to regular size again and exploded inside the guy's penis. I didn't know the sneeze part. I thought he did that in an attempt to sneakily kill somebody. And he accidentally killed his lover. Yeah. He sneezed, and by sneezing, he turned life size again and just exploded inside the guy's body. Gruesome. But Sarah and I looked at each other like, what are we watching? This is insane. I I feel like I could retire. Like, I don't need to watch anything anymore. Like, I I feel like The Boys is a good show, and it might have been a little beneath them, bro. I don't want to take this righteous stance. No, it's not. Or was the shock value so. Like, Tommy's penis talking. 
that was ridiculous, but it was funny. Is this just like too much? Um, well, so. if the whole show be. was like that, yes. But this was a thirty-second scene Hilarious. in a okay, in a, in, a, in an other other than that, can we know the first three episodes of season three have been fantastic? Like the show is so good. So the boys on Amazon, unbelievable. They they're saying a turning point in TV. Like that's just like I mean. Like that shock. That's the most shock value. And, and by the way, get. Chris is right. Who hit us up saying, "In the world of the boys, where there are superheroes that are on the on the on the V, you're that you see all the time the collateral damage of some of these people, like A Train, who could run real fast. Like you know, he could when he's running real fast, he could bump into someone and they explode because he's going. I saw that. Yeah, that was the pilot yeah. episode. That was the well. Hey, honestly, the boys, it's, it's such a great show. It's gone viral. It's it is a great show, but. Questions are being posed Hold on. because of the scene. It's like, well, how do you how do you do something shocking in today's world? Well, they found uh, they definitely yeah. found an angle. So, I, I got to see if Sarah. Sarah! I, if Sarah's not on a call, because I, when we watched that way, scene, when did it come out? Um, last week, June third, the season premiere. So three plenty, days ago. Plenty of uh, actually, time. no, six days ago, a week ago. Plenty of time to come here, see the first episode. It's all over social media. We're not spoiling anything. What did you think of the penis scene in the boys? Oh my was that insane or what? It was, it was awful. But did you think, Kavino's asking, is it the lowest point in TV history? Is it like too much or did you or think it was- great TV shock You think it was value, like great shock value and does it go along with the, the, I guess you would say the brand of the show? Because the brands, the show's sort of over the top yet, it's, I, I, would you agree it's our new favorite? I'm not new, but it's one of our favorites right now. Yeah, you know what? I'll say this. Um, the shock value, I will take the shock value of the boys in that scene over the shock value that um, Stranger Things gave me recently in the last, in this season. I was very upset, actually. Sarah feels like anytime there's any type of like baby thing in a show, like. No, 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 no. They, Which one? They went overboard, I think, in Stranger Things when it came to like. Babies. Like, babies and like young children. And oh, like, what happened? Oh, because of the disclaimers they put too? Like that stuff, you mean? Yeah, it was just, it was a bit much. Like I what think. happened in the schools? Not, no, not only the school, like they, like. In the, uh, let's just say there's a, there's a backstory and you see like, it's like fucking a, cr a baby carriage with a crying baby in a fire. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like babies, but you know, yeah. like, yeah. Like, that's the crying, like Sarah gets more, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. It was too much. So. I'll take that. Yeah. Right. So there's a common theme. I mean, there's shock value. Shock value, you know, yeah. you're going for it because like we're so desensitized as a society. But we like were how, both. How do you make impact? But right? the, you know what? I'll be, I, I, I must say, as much as I agree with it, that it is sort of a low hanging, like really exploding a guy from his penis. It was funny and like, what the hell's going on? But at the same time, the shows are the shows are fantastic. They're an hour long episodes and they're really good. It's look, a good I'm, I'm show. Posing, look, we're doing a radio show, so I'm overthinking it, posing the question. Um, it smells like button here. Spot says he's fanning the studio as we speak. Rich, you might find this interesting. Yeah. Business Week says that the IRS is coming for you. Erwin R. Scheister? Not necessarily for you, but for anyone who does small business or makes a lot of Venmo transactions. Business Week says the IRS is coming for your Venmo income now. Oh. And Which they should have it, Yeah, when you think... And it's easy, traceable, well, I mean, trackable you income. Can, you can't... Uh, you can't expect just because you give money to people over an app, it doesn't mean 
It's not taxed. Like you can't be like small business. Well, I paid in Venmo, so it's not taxed. Like PayPal and Venmo and payments previously could, in theory, avoid paying taxes on money earned if they made less than twenty thousand dollars. But the IRS rules changing all of that. Under the rules, sellers who receive payments of more than six hundred dollars on these services will see that income reported to the IRS. That means business owners as well as people who periodically empty their closets on eBay. We'll get a 1099 oh, wow. from any platform where their income is over 600 bucks. So I think that's bigger than meets the eye because I'm sure there's plenty of people that use that loophole. Yeah, but I, I look at my Venmo transactions and yeah, uh-huh. I don't think your Venmo transactions lead back to income. Venmo transactions could be like, we went out to dinner and I Venmo you, you 40 bucks. For no, no, but people. what I'm saying is yeah. over $600 per transaction, I could see that, but... Uh-huh. You easily Venmo over $600 a year. You Venmoed over $600 probably over the last few months of just like, hey, uh, yeah, I got your baseball ticket. And uh, you know, the other night we went out for dinner, I Venmoed you 50 bucks. Like that's that's normal behavior. You know what I realized? That, I'm surprised uh, it took this long. Yeah. but So there you have it. That's one thing. You can't hide from the And there's something that Rich brought up the other day that we never talked about was Tom Brady's bulge. And it's so funny that so funny. Oh, I don't want to call out Rich, but it was a funny banter. I don't want to relive it. But Rich was like, I think that was just Tom Brady was exposing way too much bulge. Me and Spot were like, you think that's too much bulge? Like if you, that's that's what you way think too much bulge. Too much bulge. Like, you don't know what bulge you ain't seen is. Nothing yet, kid. If you think that's bulge, you don't know what bulge is, bro. Oh. But it is kind of funny. I don't know if Tom Brady signed up for it or agreed to it, but Giselle was filming Tom in his briefies. And they're his briefies, his brand. So oh. maybe it was thought oh. out. Maybe oh. it was planned, but oh. he's showing bulge and he's like, hey, stop. Hey, Giselle, stop it kind of. I'm yeah, he played all coy. Like, like, oh. you know. But the fun part oh. of the story is too much bulge or not. Rich thinks Or if you think bulge. it's too much bulge, do you really even when, know what when bulge I, is? When I say too much bulge, I don't mean size. I mean, I feel like you get a pretty good glimpse of, of I mean, TB 12 inches, maybe. He's TB 12, huh? Yeah. Is, yeah. Somebody's got a new underwear. <laughs> what is this? See a new underwear? Let me see. Let me see a new underwear. He's grabbing his see package. That Brady brand right. underwear. Gra- oh, you don't Somebody's see it, but he does grab his junk. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me zoom what down here. This? You really want to get it. Let me underwear? zoom to the lower half so we can see let his see. junk. We're getting junk left and right. He's like, oh, let me, I'm going to grab my package. <laughs> They're TB12 briefies. It's like a deflated football. So that's just something I've had written down. Um, and well, just if, you wanna, if you want to see a close-up, I uh, it's the wallpaper on my laptop. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see the... Yeah, right there. Uh, bulges. Yeah. Uh, nice. Um, just for comic relief, I saw a video that made me laugh. It's viral in the barrio. So I wanted to bring some of the barrio, barrio. to you, to the mainstream, to the masses. Um, John ZL sent it to me. Spot, I texted it to our group show chat. And it's just a, a YouTube video. I don't know how viral, how new it is, but like I said, it's, it's making waves in the barrio. Like Foo's Gone Wild, House of Chingasos, all these Mexican sites that people send me. There's a Mexican guy. I don't know what's going on, dude, in this video. But just for the fun of it, just for like, yeah, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. What is it? Foo's Gone Wild? No, no, no. I sent it. Oh. I sent it to the chat yesterday. Okay. We just never got to it. We ran out of time. So just for comic relief, before we get into our next discussion, are we going to are we going to talk about Biff or no? No. Well, yeah. Talking? I mean, we'll say real quick. We're we're, we're out of time. We don't have to talk about Biff. 
Oh shit! Okay, so we're here. We're in the Time's a wasting. Time's a. I didn't walking. realize how much time went by. Time, you ain't no friend of mine. There's a Mexican kid who just like, I don't know if he's part of the show, if he's celebrating something. I'm in the show. He just starts dancing, but the dance is like the next viral dance in the barrio. I don't know if it'll ever hit the masses the way my money don't jiggle jiggle did. Oh my god! But still a thing. <laughs> still, it still lives in my head. Do you have a video? I mean, yeah. I can only. Oh, I thought you were setting it so up. Long. Sorry. And then. I thought you were setting it up. The video I, I sent you. I don't know why you. this is weird and why it's viral, but John sent it to me, and I'm like, why, why, why did someone send it to me? I, they took the time to send it to me. I'll, t- I'll take a watch. And since then, I've seen it like in multiple places. You love Foo's Going Wild. <laughs> watch this kid. What a fool. Watch this kid in the shirt. Watch these moves. It's actually in slow motion. I it's don't know bad. why it's a thing. <laughs> Kind of the whole thing. It's very like it's like Mexican Napoleon Dynamite or something. Like I don't get it, but it's funny. It's like is that how he moves his head? Like yeah. Oh, he gets real like animated it's though like as he goes on. Of his body. <laughs> this is the. Is that, you the <laughs> is that you in the background? Look how fast he's moving though. Are you playing the bass? Yo, honestly, Rich, I have a serious question that that came to my mind when watching this. When's Wait. the last time you moved your body that fast? And can you? He's going with the baseline. Do so you remember when Rich was in Lord of the Dance in the uh, last time? I got tired doing it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I, you know. It's huge in the barrio. It's like, look at this kid. I don't know. Is he weird? Is he awesome? I don't know. That's on your algorithm. Is it fucking cool? Hey, I don't know. Shock value? That and breastfeeding videos. Yeah. Vato's in the barrio. uh, Food's gone wild. Food's gone wild and breastfeeding videos. Yeah. That's Kavino's algorithm. Sometimes food's breastfeeding. But I wanted to get it. But trying to get it made me laugh. So there you go. uh, To sum up our last conversation about the boys, the last TikTok I sent you on the CNR show text pretty much sums it up. Someone put on a TikTok. Every man, when you're 11 minutes and 50 seconds into the boys episode one. I'm sorry. I'm dancing ahead. What? Yeah, tell me. Oh, what happens? Sorry. What happens though? I can't even do that dance. Do it. See, John C.L. says, I've watched that video 10 times. He's the one that sent it to you though. Yeah, but it's got that power oh. on people. Like, I don't know why I'm watching this. What is intriguing about this? I can't figure it out. I'll tell you. You haven't lived. So you've had a camera shoved up your penis. That's all I'm going to say. No thanks. I'm telling you, you haven't felt you haven't f- felt life until the camera has gone up your penis. Every man watching the boys. What the fuck am I watching? That's that's. I mean, I'm glad people have that thought though, because if you don't have that thought, then something's wrong with you, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're really desensitized. I feel like I would be like, yeah, this like, would be my reaction. Wait, he just went in his penis and he exploded. Okay. Well, Spot, did you see how he got in his penis? Uh, it didn't show in the scene. Oh, look on TikTok. And honestly, that's the just, part just where it's... tell us. No, no. Just, just watch. No, just really? No, it's it's like almost, that's almost funny. I feel just like we're search. cheapening our brand by even doing this. No, Spot, I'll, send I'll, send the t- I'll send it to you, okay? It's a really popular Hold show. Hold on. I'm going to send it. Every scene I look at. No, no. I, I'm going to send it to CNR show and we'll wrap with that. And we'll say this is how we'll get you into the weekend. I thought this was... This is the part where I was like... What? This to me was the more shocking part. I was like, Sarah, Jesus, what? 
You, I think you missed I the feel shocking you're part. Disturb me. I feel like this is not the way I want to end the show, Spot. So you have that Mexican kid again on standby. No. Yeah. No. I think I need that Spot, kid. Spot, play it. He's a great. It. He's a great refresher. Boom. Do yeah, it. I think he's a great palate cleanse, that kid. That's the trick. Did you send it to me? Yeah, I did. It's on our CNR TikTok. No, I don't you know, know if I want you to see it either. No, you so have the Mexican you, no. kid on standby. No, you know what? This is the best way to wrap up the show. It's not. Yep. No, that shows how demented you are. Ready? Here you go. Blow it up, spot, so you can see. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not what the hell the penis looks like up close. Maybe it is. That's how he gets in. Bam, bam, bam. It's like, uh, bam, bam, bam. Bam, yeah, please, please, bam, can we? Bam, bam. <sighs> yeah, I want to say my thank yous. Uh, yeah, keep that going. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, rocking out with us every day. Thanks for your June subscription. And stay tuned because I'll probably do a behind the velvet rope. I like when he shakes his head to the baseline. I'll probably do a behind the velvet rope tonight talk some life have a drink the weekend starts today <laughs> so thanks again for your subscription enjoy your throwback thursday big trouble in little china bro for life throwback thursday and and have a great weekend dancing into the weekend nice. this, is how, this is how we should end every day every show Ah, so oh. Now I get the beauty. It, uh, it brings joy. Hey, brings joy. Until uh, until Sunday. We'll see you guys Sunday on Fox Sports Radio, <laughs> and back here on Monday. Uh, like Kavino said, look out for. We'll do. Uh, I'll do all this weekend. I plan on doing a good fun behind the velvet rope for tier two yeah, and tier two tuned. plus. So stay tuned on social media. Some behind the velvet ropes this weekend, and then Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Until then, have a great one. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys.